0: Please be advised, the, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast, podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. that.
1: Enjoy. Yeah, yo, it's Treasy. Hey, hey, this is Corey. It's Martin the
2: Mailman.
0: And I'm Young Leezy.
2: We're the Kind of Movie Critics. Uh, Jesse T. is officially uh, missing in action. I haven't heard from Jesse in months. And um, Chandler has the air quotes, flu. So, <laughs> I don't know if it's a flu. I just know he said he had There's a There's two
3: cases of the Black Plague in, like, South America. So, it could be. So, it could
2: be. It could be them. It could be. morbid as a motherfucker. Yeah. It yeah. really could be, man. They survived, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. So, uh. So you got us, man. It's just us. Uh, how's everybody doing a month later, man? I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in forever.
0: It's just you, because I definitely, well, I talked to Corey mad times. Oh, yeah. I see Corey, like, every day last week. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all
2: do a lot of shit and don't. Say nothing. Because you're all. not going to go.
0: You're not going to come. Y'all don't know
2: until you ask, though.
3: Listen, we're going on decade plus here of <laughs> yeah. asking you to come out and
2: drink on a Saturday I afternoon. I have seen you
0: do this twice. You have yeah. come out twice.
2: So, so it happens. Since we've been cool. <laughs> it mm-hmm.
0: happens. Re- I mean, look. You have it
2: happens a, when I know about like it, right? Christmas party doesn't count. No, no, no. Think about <laughs> it. It happens when I know about it, right? right. When somebody well, we, are, <laughs>
0: we are drinking this coming Friday. Okay. What are you doing? You fucking working at you. I mean, (laughs) possibly. Don't be mad at (laughs) me because I got a good work
2: ethic. (laughs) Y'all mad? Um, We're
0: mad. (laughs) Yeah,
2: y'all mad because I got like a hella good work ethic. You feel me, Martin? (laughs) Sure. sure. (laughs) Martin got that Fargo hat on.
0: Yeah. You always got some piece of <laughs>
2: accessory. <laughs> you are prepared. So He's a
0: prepared ass motherfucker. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, goofy, I'm sorry, I'm goofy goofy sorry, I'm sorry. So Goof Goof during, the during the summertime, that's <laughs> funny. During the summertime, you was rocking the Billy Ho look hard. Fast, so like, we going for Fargo in the winter. Yeah,
1: yeah it works. <laughs> it <laughs> it works. works if you work it.
2: Yeah. Martins a practical man. Very much so. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, yeah. What else is up, guys? Nothing? All right, cool. I'll take the reins. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: well, well, one thing I want to know about is, like, I already paid for Amazon. I already paid for HBO, Netflix. I'm really trying not to pay for anything else. Mm-hmm. I really want to see The Mandalorian, but I can't justify getting Disney Plus for that. But you two have seen Disney Plus. Like, how do you feel about it?
3: Uh, It's cool to me. I think it it, it needs time to grow. And the the issue too is that like there's a I don't know watching older stuff isn't something I do as much anymore. Yeah, like I, 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 I don't I can't watch do a lot that, of I don't really. I just don't want to pull up Avengers one or watch Star Wars episode four. Like, yeah, I never I, did that on I Netflix. I watched that shit so. today. <laughs> yeah, like I mean That's don't get me funny. wrong, there's definitely movies that I do catch that are older that I've seen a million times, but I'm kind of in a period of life now. where I, I like to watch new content. So I admit I have Disney Plus and I have I've watched one thing and that was
2: the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean it's only been out like a week, so that's not this like a valid. yeah, that's not like a slanderous thing to say. Yeah, I, I might they, catch X Men though.
1: I hope so. they put it on because on Amazon they put Rick and Morty up there every year, so I just buy Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. So I hope they put Mandalorian on Amazon where you can buy it.
0: Uh, I w- I doubt that they will, but yeah. I mean that's interesting to see if they will or not. I've actually really been enjoying Disney Plus. Um, my daughter and I watched Lady in the Trent last night. We watched, we watched Sleeping Beauty today. Um, I obviously watched The Mandalorian. Um, I watched the first three episodes of Star Wars and The Force Awakens. But fuck the prequels. My daughter put on The Phantom Menace, and I was like, turn this shit off. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I've really been like really watching really Disney
3: watching Plus.
2: Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So- See, I
3: wish they would have came out swinging. Like, not every Marvel movie's on there. Is every Star Wars movie on there? Mm-hmm. Every, every all Star the Star Wars, Wars movies no, on there. Not every Marvel movies
2: on there. All the MCU there. stuff though, right? No,
3: not every Marvel. You MCU sure? Movie. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, it wasn't on there. Oh, I, I went to the every Marvel Pixar button.
0: movie's not on there. Yeah. Oh,
3: so okay. I was like, "Come on, guys! Like, if you're gonna do it, do it. If you're gonna right. put the Disney collection, the, the catalog on there, right. do it." Like. That's what I've always been my biggest complaint is stuff comes and goes and reappears. Like, don't do that.
0: Well, I think they're going to I think they're going to add content because they can't leave the same stuff up there all the time. The thing that I was looking for that I couldn't find was like um, Polly, which is the black version of Pollyanna with Keisha Knight Pulliam and um, Felicia Rashad and Vanessa Bell Calloway. One of my favorite things Disney has ever made. It's not up there. Right. But I was telling y'all earlier, Mr. Boogity is up there, which was like a random Halloween special from when I was five years old. Right. Scare the shit out of me. Please <laughs> at me if you've seen it. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of stuff that's not up there, but I guess they'll add it over time. So, But I'm enjoying it. I was really excited to see the... X Men animated series from the 90s was up there. I cut that shit on immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, as soon as I saw, it. and then like all the cartoons from when we is, were little. You know what? I is the
1: Proud Family up there?
0: I didn't look for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was grown when that came oh, out.
1: Yeah, you were. <laughs> One thing I love about
3: the X Men animated series, which I think is so funny, is people remember how much Wolverine and Cyclops hated each other. Yes. But the thing is, y'all forget like Wolverine was trying to smash his wife. Right. <laughs> and he was openly going like, "Yo, I love your wife." And like I would have eye blasted his ass, <laughs> like, <laughs> yo. Like yo, he, everybody online is always like, man, they always had beef. I'm like, of course, because he's trying to smash his wife. Smash his <laughs> wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. He literally for thirty years openly was like, yo, I really love your wife. Like I, I'm th- like a dirty Mac, th- Mac yo, <laughs> like, dirty Mac for thirty years. has no shame, and even on the animated series, he was subtly like trying to smash Gene. And, like,
2: that's, it's just ridiculous. Damn. Gene so, yeah. got that good, good, I good. good. I,
3: he never smashed. He I don't never think knew. in the
0: comics he ever got her, right? Nah, he just was. I don't smooth.
3: recall him ever getting close to I don't remember there. that either. He
2: must. But I mean,
0: it was very obvious.
2: Maybe she put it in his head. Like, you know, th- did not she have that power yeah, where she, had like, telekinesis. Yeah, maybe she telekinetically was like, yo, I got
0: that good shit. Telepathy. Telepathy. Uh, shout out to the uh,
2: uh, facts. Well, she moved oh, <laughs> his ass yeah, to start hitting on her. So she was like, yo, I
0: got that good shit.
2: And she like whispered in his head And then he just Maybe that's what happened I
0: mean that has to be like A crazy sexual connection If a person can be inside your head While they're inside your body
2: Whoa Wow That's kind of of
1: wild Yeah I was about to say Shout out to House of X Powers of X That's like the newest um, X-Men series It's Mm -hmm. it's, like super black Like Mm -hmm. of course it's X-Men But you know how X-Men Was like a metaphor for um,
0: Martin and like The civil rights
1: movement Everything like that Like this is like super black It's like what if black people just was like we'll get our own island be by ourselves and run shit that's kind of like what the new X-Men is about oh
2: interesting it's really cool speaking
0: of super black anybody very very taken aback by the first few episodes of the Watchmen (laughs) oh Oh, yo,
2: that it had me from the first scene listen yeah
0: I seen it and I was like Wow, Bass Reeves, like this is what we're doing. Like, this is a lot.
2: Yeah, you put me on. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say I didn't know anything about Bass Reeves. The only
0: reason I know about Bass Reeves is from the nod. They did like a whole episode on. They were like, was a Lone Ranger black?
2: Yeah, and yeah.
0: I was like, wow. So that's it, dope. this cause I listen to a million podcasts, I'm always feeding my brain. It's not because I'm like especially I mean, I am especially
2: black, but right. uh, that's not yeah. the reason I know that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's gonna have me. I mean, you know, as soon as they show the Tulsa, the Tulsa rides. Uh, Tulsa race rides, um, In the and the part Black about like reparations shit. was crazy to me, yeah. too. They what did they, they call the it? Something red yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, yo, know, watch me. You, you don't watch it, Corey. Do you? I haven't watched
3: it yet? I, it is on my list, guy. I, I I like the movie a lot, the original movie, yeah. and uh, I always like this. Uh, I always imagine a show would be pretty cool, so Duh. I just haven't had a chance to catch up on it.
2: This shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. I love really this, dope. like
0: this moment that I don't even want to call it a moment cuz it's like the last like five or six things she's done but like Regina King is really on her shit. Yeah. For, yeah and exactly. like I I it kind of sucks that she's like in her late 40s before she starts being able to be a fucking superhero but I'm like I'm loving the range that people are giving her the ability to exhibit. Um, obviously she was really good in The Leftovers It's the same showrunner So yeah. they're like well, I'm going to give you a whole show Because you came up here and showed out But
2: Yo, I'm trying to figure out At what point did her career Kind of turn into what it is
0: I want to say American Crime So
2: Okay she hmm. was really good on the, both crime. seasons of American Crime. Okay, 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 and that came before Seven Seconds, right? Or six, yeah. Six, so six, so I want to
0: say it was American Crime, and then she was on The Leftovers, and then she was on Seven Seconds, and now okay. she's on this. And I mean, in between, she did like Bill Street,
2: right? But like, it, so you feel like it started then, because I'm like I, I'm trying to like re, the I earliest remember I uh, mean,
0: I watched her on Two Two Seven. Two Two
2: Seven. That yeah. was the first time I remember. And then I feel like she had a resurgence like when Enemy of the State came out.
0: Uh-uh. She was in, um after 227, the next thing I remember seeing her in was, like, Poetic Justice.
2: Okay. I forgot about that. She era. was in Boys she in the Hood. A, yeah, yeah, she was in Boys in the
0: Hood. She had, like, a very small part in Boys yeah. in the Hood, and then she was in Poetic Justice, and I remember seeing her. She was in House. Stella Got Her Groove Back. Like, she right, works. Right.
2: Right. Okay. So, so yeah. So, God dang. I can't believe I forgot about Poetic Justice.
0: Mm-hmm. Aisha. Shh,
2: Jesus, man. Yeah, Regina King's been... She been she been there the whole time, dog. If, so if there's like
1: a the power ranking, is she like the number one? Do you think? What?
0: Okay, of what number one of what? Yeah, that was so vague.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> know, <Yo>, actresses, like <laughs> black actresses. Mm, I think you got. I, I think you yeah. to I, I
0: would say that like she's a contender. I don't. Yeah. I don't like the idea of saying that like there's a supreme like Penny, black actress, yeah, but like against
1: each other, yeah. But like, yeah.
0: Um, like I, I definitely think she's a force to be reckoned with. I just I love what's happening at this point. I'd say, in the autumn of her career. Like, I love what's... I don't even want to call it that because that's, like, you know, um, foreshadowing that I don't want to necessarily invoke. But she's she's having a great period in her career, like, later on that I didn't see coming for her, and I'm extremely happy for her. Yeah, shout out
2: to... I mean, shout out to her specifically for her talent, but, like, shout out to her like agency team and her marketing t- or whoever like her her core team is that because i feel like her branding is just
0: it's done like a it's, 180, yeah. It's
2: crazy, man. Like, she's, she's she really kicks ass on this show, man. I mean, and shout I,
0: out to Stephen Wall of the Act 3 podcast. Who, oh, man. I, and when he said he Stephen didn't Wall. like her, I was yeah. like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out what he was basing that off. I and mean, y'all don't know what we're talking about. Chandler, uh, and we got to big him up because he always bigs us up, man. Chandler and Stephen Wall have a podcast called the Act 3 Podcast, uh, WTKR Podcast. You can go to act3podcast.com. Or uh I think it's on I, I listen to it on Apple. They're on uh, everything. And Spotify yeah. and stuff, but it's called Act Three Podcast. Ch- Chandler is on there and they talk about movies, TVs and all that pop culture. They're a lot more stuff.
0: like they're they're not as a uh, cerebral as we are, but they're they're so much they're funny. They're yeah, super funny. It's very good. lighthearted. So if you like the lighthearted aspects of what Chandler brings to this show, you'll definitely enjoy that. And shout out to him. He's not feeling so good tonight. So yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Chandler.
1: Um I wonder what they're going to do with the Boondocks. I mean, rest in peace, John Ritherspoon, of oh, course. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I man. I wonder that. if she's going to come back to the Boondocks again. I'm
2: sure she is. I mean, she. Yeah. I mean, her characters are the main characters. You don't think so. it's
1: like beneath her now?
2: No. No, I, I. she doesn't strike me as the type of person that would even think yeah. that. She strikes me as the type of person that's like, You know, because it was it was quote unquote probably beneath her when she did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, technically.
0: um, You have to think about who's on that show. Like, I don't, I can't see.
2: Yeah, Charlie Murphy's gone now too. Oh, I forgot. You know, but the thing about voice actors, man, um,
0: people can mimic each other super easily. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, does Kermit the Frog sound fucking different to you since? Exactly.
2: Yeah, you can get Jay Farrell to do all the parts. (laughs) 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 he can mimic everybody. Shout out to you, Jay. With your punk ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, that felt real. Yeah, that's my <laughs> dog.
1: I guess those characters wouldn't even, like, Charlie Murphy's character was like a metaphor for George Bush or whatever. So, of course, with George Bush being gone, they're probably going to have a metaphor for, like, one of the Trump kids or something like that. Or yeah, Trump. potentially. Yeah. Like, that's easy. So they off wouldn't Charlie need Murphy him anymore,
2: character. yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, that's that's a really good question because I forgot John Witherspoon passed, man. RIP John Witherspoon.
0: I didn't forget. That was that was like I've been looking at videos of him and just yeah. it's a lot. I did enjoy um The Nod, again did an episode about <laughs> They did an episode that they were working on before he passed mm-hmm. about Craig's family and Friday and like how they're the worst black family in history because they uh, were just gonna let this nigga die over two hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. He kept asking them for money. And it was and Regina King's in that too. Yeah, he was like, "I need two hundred dollars. Can you give it to me?" She's like, "He's like big worm gonna fuck me up." She's like, "Ha nope." <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, sure and
3: did. the other part
0: that they they talked about was um, how John Witherspoon gives you like that prolific black father-son moment where he's like, you got to use your hands. We did this. We lived to fight another day. But like, right. he sees him with the gun. He just lets him keep it. He doesn't try to take it from him <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing.
2: Yeah, that's true. Damn, that's all true. That's uh, funny. I need to listen to that. I,
1: was, I watched Hollywood. Well, I wasn't watching Hollywood Shuffle, but I saw like the whole cake scene again. It was, uh-huh. like, it's still funny to this day. Yo, man. Hollywood all Hollywood those Shuffle scenes from Hollywood
2: on. Shuffle. Yeah. yeah, very slept on film.
0: He, I just, I didn't know he was such good friends with David Letterman. Like,
2: Oh, I didn't so know that. Much, no,
0: David Letterman like gave a eulogy at his funeral.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: like I, I had, I had no idea, but like he was very much like very well loved in that in you know the comedy uh, space, yeah, comedy space, yeah. Uh,
2: damn, yeah, man. R.I.P. John Witherspoon. Bang, bang, bang. Um, <laughs>
0: Gerard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? No, uh, Watchmen. Oh, ooh, I've been watching Succession, bro. Yeah. I've been watching Succession, and big fuck you shout out to Martin, <laughs> and Martin the Mailman, because when it first came on, you deterred you you came up on this podcast and said some shit that deterred me from watching Succession, and I forever hate you for it. Okay? <laughs> I don't even remember what I said though. Me neither. I need to find it <laughs> and insert it into this episode. But you you, you basically just said like uh, it's not really what you think it is. It ain't really all that. And and you know I was. You know, I trust your opinion. So I just kind of yeah. like wore that. But um, I had somebody that's been drilling. Uh, shout out to Reed, man. Uh, this, this, this dude named Reed, man, he's been drilling me like, yo, do you watch it? I need somebody to talk to you about this show. And, um, and I finally started watching it. Man, this show is brutal. If you want to see cutthroat business within, Dang. first of all, Corey, I need you to see this, man, because I need to see. I need you to see how your people act. <laughs> Listen, I'm well aware that my people have done awful things yeah, uh, and continue when,
3: to do awful
2: things. When money comes into play, boy, that, I, man, I, they I, eating out their whole family. I wanted to watch it
3: because I like the main actor.
2: Brian Cox.
3: He uh, mm-hmm. he always plays, like, corporate villains and stuff like that. Yeah, he does know. it really He's the good. fucking father in the say, ring. That nigga scary. Uh, and
0: Hannibal Lecter. Jesus. Yeah, he he won't
3: in—what's like uh, that George Clooney movie that only you and me saw that he's, like, a corporate cleaner— uh, oh, Michael Clayton Michael yeah. Clayton Tilda yeah. Swinton is what? interesting uh, in that. Uh, Tilda Brian Swinton's Cox too. was in that I thought you know he's in those kind of movies yeah, so, yeah. so like he probably isn't in Michael Clayton <laughs> I don't remember right. him being in Michael Clayton yeah, but now he's I probably in another movie that's similar or something like that yeah, he's, he's in, probably in like serious I know he's in uh,
2: like I know Jason Bourne you know maybe oh, is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah
3: he is the main kind of bad yeah. guy in
2: Jason Bourne. My favorite, yeah. my favorite role that he did, and it's probably not really anybody's favorite. I mean, anybody else's favorite, but like Twenty Fifth Hour, he played Edward Norton's father. Yeah. Twenty Fifth yeah, yeah, Hour, yeah, yeah. he did. He he had an amazing monologue at the end of the um at the end of the movie, man. That was really really dope. But he plays completely different. I mean, he plays somebody's father, but he is an asshole boy. Yeah. Damn, he's
0: been in two hundred and twenty movies.
2: Yeah, and he he's
3: good, he was in Good Omens,
2: and he's a, and he's Scottish, right? He's from Scotland, right? I
0: think right? so. Well, are you confusing him with Brendan Gleeson?
2: No, I th- I think Brian Cox is Scottish. Or he's or he's from somewhere in Europe. He's European.
0: He is Scottish, you're right. Yeah, you know
2: yep. what's
3: funny? He He's dope. He's been in a lot of dumb shit, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm looking through IMTV yeah, like, You Yo, don't get the
2: 200 plus by I'm, doing all classes. Yeah, i ah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> you've been in some dumb shit. Uh, I've done some shit I'm not proud of. He's oh, fucking working, Walken. though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, he's in yeah. Super Troopers. I forgot about that.
2: Nah, he's born to play this role right here as uh, Logan Roy. He is born to play that. He is like yeah. the, the tycoon asshole, cutthroat. Fuck my family if they cross me. <laughs> yeah. I will eat your dead baby. Like <laughs> who's your who's your favorite kid in the family? Yo, my favorite kid in the family is Kendall.
1: Yeah, that's mine too. I thought you were gonna say Shiv, but I
2: I like Shiv. I see her faults. I like Shiv, but Kendall, after the season one finale, you remember that? Yeah. After the season one finale, fam, I was like, yeah, I got to ride with this dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it Glimmer, man? (laughs) Wow. Damn, that's how long his shit is? You still looking up? Yeah. I'm still scrolling, too. I think
1: Succession and Watchmen are are the only shows where, like, I anticipate, like, on Monday, I'm anticipating Sunday where I could watch it again. Right, like those are the only two shows this week or this year that I like. I got I can't wait to the next day to watch it.
2: So let me ask you this: because you've seen all the episodes, right? Yeah. So the season two finale is it is it strong like season one? Uh, it's tough. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's not as. It, yeah, it's tough. It's tough because it's like a. It's it's a it's it's. It's a fight, definitely. It's a fight, and then something happens at the end, but... It's, 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 it's still dope. It's still just as good, I think, as a season one finale. Right. Yo, listeners, yeah. man,
2: if y'all are interested, because I done put like three people on since this shit. Shout yeah. out to Six. I got. I be texting Six every time I finish an episode. Wait. I put her on to it.
1: Did you get to the sh- The episode where Shiv is at the uh, other rich people's house? Nigga, what? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> she she played herself so, played so her bad. She so hard, uh, though, man. But,
2: but you know what? That That's the, like... She played herself, but I felt what she was trying to do, and it just backfired. Uh, she forgot who her dad yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to see it now,
1: because I...
3: I remember uh, I had saw the trailers when I super binge watched Game of Thrones, right? And I kept telling myself, I need to start that. I need to start that. It's worth it, man. Yeah. Let me ask
2: yeah. you this: On that same episode, when they were in that, when him, when Kendall and that girl were in the helicopter, and he started it up. Yeah. Were you like, oh my god? Yeah, yo. I
1: thought they were about to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was
2: like, come on, fam. Yeah. Yo, the season finale. Without having seen season two finale at this point, the season one finale of Succession might be. That's contender for me for like one of the best just independent episodes of television I've ever seen, dog. Just that one episode. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the arc of it, what happens, it's just it's it's fucking crazy, man. If you love Godfather, Succession is for you, yo. Know, if you haven't if you haven't seen it. So, In the um, last
3: last HBO show I watched, Chernobyl was dope. So I'm like like HBO's kind of a win-win for me. Yo, you know, H-
2: H- honestly, I think it's harder to name a bad show on HBO than, yeah. it, is, mm-hmm. than it is, like, you know what I'm saying? It's every Especially show in the last couple of years has, yeah. like, even down to The Righteous Gemstones. I watched a few episodes of that and I was like, dog, yeah. this shit is good, you know? Yeah. I
0: never think stuff on HBO is going to be bad. It's just a matter of whether or not I'm interested in it. Yeah, facts. Yeah. That's I've a good been point. watching. Um, speaking of HBO, I've been watching. Um, his Dark material. so far, they're still on the same trajectory as the Golden Compass. They didn't show me any portions of the story that I don't know because I didn't read the novels or anything like that. Right. But um, it's it's give it's spending more time, I guess, on the story than it did before. Mm. Um, I appreciate the acting more, especially from the children in this version of the story.
2: Nice. But we'll see. I don't even know what that's about. His Dark Material. That's just like. It looks interesting, but... Um, isn't it fantasy? Yeah, it's it's fantasy. A fantasy. So, Tracy's gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I watched it's just, the, the, three it just the three of us? It's just the three of us. I haven't seen it, but...
3: So, yeah, I mean, once you it's, enter fantasy, <coughs> It's really gone. like a critique yeah, on religion more yeah. than anything
0: else.
2: Um, I'm, I'm for that.
0: It's very subtle, but oh, okay. <laughs> but it is a critique on religion and just, like, what's known to us, what's not known to us, but it's being kept from us. The government, too. like Right. It's, it's it's interesting if you like that sort of thing. It's like banned by certain searches. Like.
2: Right. Hey, real quick. Oh, I see what you did. I was about to really call Martin ass out, man. I was like, yo, who gets a cup? to? Uh, so Martin had a leaking liter water bottle, and Lizzie told him to get a cup. And then I look over here, and I see the liter sitting inside the <laughs> cup. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you just pour the liquid into the cup? Because it was but
0: more than the bottle. I get yeah, it. Now I see
2: it. My apologies. <laughs> Um. So it's, it's a critique on it's or it's a it's a,
1: yeah. I mean it's made by um, atheists. I think so. It's it's kind of like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe or like Narnia that stuff. But mm-hmm. if it but in was made by like <laughs> yeah,
2: that's basically what it is. Oh, interesting. Well, Corey's not gonna watch it because we know he doesn't watch anything. So I do. Wow, wow. I don't
0: think Corey wow. would enjoy the I don't no, think
2: I don't he would think enjoy Off the top rope. Yeah, because <laughs> you were quick to be like, oh, it's fantasy treesy out. Like, bitch, yeah, yeah, you, you ain't even gonna watch it.
3: Well, I mean, I might. me mm-hmm. maybe watching that show is better than the possibility of you watching that show. Because uh, when nah. it comes to you and fantasy, there's nah. a zero percent. Zero percent.
2: I watch Westworld, dog.
3: That's not. That's no, sci-fi. That, that's sci-fi. Uh,
2: hello, that's fantasy, isn't it? No. Yeah, I mean, if you
3: want to get down to it, we're talking about that that Lord that of the Rings. That magical shit. That magic oh,
2: right. shit. Have you seen any uh, Game of Thrones yet? I oh, that's just right. told you, you, watched you I, watch, I super
3: binge-watched the entire show you in like did. a month and a half. You're right, you did. Yeah, yeah I right. watched one episode.
2: All right. No, I watched two seasons.
0: Oh, shout out to Willow. Willow is on Disney Plus also. I Willow. watched that the other night. Oh, I watched the first half of it. Yeah, I remember Willow. George Lucas really, really there. fucked
2: with- Oh, uh, that was George w- Lucas?
0: Yes, yeah, Lucasfilm. I didn't know that. That was the only like Lucasfilm that didn't become like a series that they ran into the ground. That's what I put in the chat. No, you got American no, what Graffiti. About, yeah, American Graffiti. American Graffiti, yeah. But like- Indiana Jones. And, and the, the
2: Outsiders?
3: Like, THX. Well, <laughs> like, yo, he you went. off the chain.
2: <laughs> oh, no, that was Francis Ford Coppola, the Outsiders. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: I was about to say, like, that yeah, was a novel. Like he didn't, that's not his IP. But yeah, yeah, yeah. IP, but yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That was Stay Gold, Pony Boy? Was yeah, was yeah, Stay Gold, yeah. Pony, Stay Pony Boy. Boy. Stay Gold.
0: Yeah, but, like, Willow, I was about to say, he really fuck with Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis has been in, like, so much of Star Wars as different characters. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm. Is, does he play uh, R2-D2? He's,
0: no, he's Wicked the Ewok. Oh. He was wicked.
2: Interesting. George Lucas
0: made two more movies, The Battle for Endor and then something else. They were both like made for TV movies Is he more, still The Ewok alive? movie.
2: Is he still Yeah, alive? He,
0: because he was like 15 when he played Wicket, oh, And then God. like when he played Willow, he made a whole movie for him. He yeah. played Willow of good and Willow. And he was like, seven, that's why I was tripping, but I was like, yo, he's 17 years old when they made this movie. That's wild. But he was like oh, supposed to be a middle-aged little person with like a whole family of little people. Oh, yeah.
3: That's yeah, wow. 1970. Yeah. So he's
0: like. He's, oh, he mad young. Yeah. He had an HBO series too. Okay. Ricky Gervais uh, produced it.
2: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. What was that called?
0: Don't get me to lie. I could have told you, but it, it was about, it was it was him playing himself. But it was like a parody of himself. But it was Ricky Gervais. It was pretty funny.
2: Ricky who? said that again. Ricky Gervais. No, because when you said it a second ago, you said like, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let me be great. It, yeah. it
0: just came out how it came out. I've been drinking. Spe- well, wow. Well, spe- spe- go, ahead.
2: go ahead. Go ahead. We kept, we kept doing
3: it. No, All right. uh, Speaking of Star Wars, we, we did watch Mandalorian, right?
0: Of course. Okay, I only
3: watched episode one,
1: so
0: I watched them both.
3: Okay.
1: I got a question. Okay, is *The Mandalorian* a good show, or is it good because it has like Star Wars look and references? I say both. Like by itself, if you didn't know anything about Star I Wars, I would, I would
0: not watch it if I didn't know anything about Star Wars. Right. You'd be incredibly lost.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. You'd and be a I think
0: you'd lost. be bored because yeah. you wouldn't pick up on any Easter eggs. Like you'd just be like, "What the fuck's going on?"
3: And I admit the one thing mm. I, I like and dislike. Well, one it. It looks like a Star Wars movie, yeah, like it doesn't like a movie. retro
0: Star Wars, not yeah. like bullshit. Yeah. But like
3: you know, those are big. Usually, Star Wars it's big budget Hollywood, you know, and it does look like a Star Wars movie. So, and it which is kind of refreshing to know that, because you know, as you know, I hate the second set of um, Star Wars movies,
0: the prequels. Uh,
3: no, not the pre. I'm sorry, the third set. Then. Oh okay. I hate Disney's Star Wars movies so far.
2: So um, far, I thought you said you liked. Them. I like no, the last
3: said- one, but I didn't like the. Um, you the like Hope or Hope? Of Your Hope.
0: The hope um, of Your hope. The hope your He's hope. talking about the Second, Force Awakens.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah For- Force Awakens can suck my dick. Um, cool. yeah, that it's late. So you
0: like the Last Jedi?
3: I actually did. Okay, um, but you know that's a whole other discussion.
2: And when there one role. before that that you liked?
3: Yeah,
0: no, no, Rogue One.
3: No, you didn't like Rogue, Rogue One is dope. One? Okay, so I guess that, that does that count as yeah, Disney? Yeah, like. Yeah, that's yeah, Disney. That's, that's,
0: Disney. A, that's a, Disney. it's just right, not an episode. You like you don't like the episode seven.
3: I don't understand how Disney can't. They have this franchise that has so much possibility and they keep, keep screwing it up. And then like so'm I'm, I'm just happy to see something new in the Star Wars world because I feel like we're rehashing the same thing over and over and over, even though Rogue One wasn't a, a, a unique story, but it, it's still connected to the main trilogy. So I so does this. It does, but so this takes at the place, least it kind of takes a turn. At least this, it takes a little bit of a turn.
0: So it's it's supposed to be. It's, it's we're not talking about the Skywalker's at this point in the yeah, story. So yeah. I like that it's outside of the, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, which Rogue One was and wasn't like mm-hmm. it's it's it doesn't focus on the Skywalker's, but it it butts up to mm-hmm. the Skywalker saga and where it starts. Well, which is fine. Originally I mean, in the timeline. I, But but this story, the Mandalorian tells you about a bounty hunter from a specific um, culture of people from the planet Mandalore. Um, And you're learning about their lore. And it also takes place between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, over time, if it continues, it's going to tell you the story of, like, the First Order and how they came to power. Because right now the universe is, like, lawless. The Mm -hmm. galaxy is lawless. So the Republic hasn't completely been stood back up. But also the empire has fallen. The republic hasn't been completely stood back up. But the first order hasn't taken over from yeah. them.
3: So I'm okay with some of that. I, I, we need. I got. We gotta let the Jedi and the skywalkers go. Like it's a whole galaxy. It's a whole galaxy. Tell another story.
0: So high take. So there's a there's a fan theory mm-hmm. that I'm kind of like hmm, and I want to know what you think. Um, so there's a fan theory that. Ray's significance because we don't know what it is still, and yeah. it's still the fucking last movie of the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. and, and the movie's called Rise of Skywalker. So there's a theory that time travel is possible, and that Ray is actually Darth Vader's mom. Oh wow! Which would make all the fucking sense in the world why she's tied so much to them. Interesting. But it would what that would actually mean is that things would. Uh, play over and over on a loop. Darth, Darth Vader's in time. mom
3: got she got murdered by the Sand People, right?
1: She, wasn't she a slave too, or something like <laughs> that? Time, yeah. yes, yeah, she, she was, was a slave, slave, but she she got, she got murdered. So they're right? saying
0: that when she traveled back in time, her mind got erased, so um, she doesn't know anything about what's coming in the future. Yeah. And then when she travels back in, th- which would be weird if like Kylo Ren is like Darth Vader's father, because remember, like they were saying oh. that the that he didn't have a father; he was like Jesus, like he just appeared in her womb. Yeah. So it would, be, it would be interesting to see how. And the, the Empire, mm. they're, they're saying the Emperor somehow implanted Darth Vader in her womb. Nice. So it'd be, it'll be interesting <laughs> <Somehow>. to see.
2: <laughs> I know how that happens. No, not that, not, not that he's.
0: <laughs> well, no, like just, that he manifested him. Don't be a bastard. I, <laughs>
2: I, I thought I was being biological, my You're nigga. being 12. <laughs> it's fantasy. Well, well,
3: to answer Martin's question, I mean, I, I think you do need to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate the show.
0: There's so many Easter eggs. I do
3: think, too, that th- this is kind of a good and bad thing. The show kind of just starts. There's, n- it, it almost assumes that you are a Star Wars fan because it just begins. Like, it's really interesting. It, yeah. It's just, it's like a slice of life of this particular character. So when I watched it the first time, I, after about 10 minutes, I kind of had to restart it because I think I thought that it was going to have a slow start, so I was like off to the side, I was making a drink in, uh, at the house, and I was like, wait a minute, we're like we're we're really moving here. Like, he, uh, like the
0: second episode yeah, continues that. With yeah, lighting. like
3: the the pace of it. So like I, I think you need to be a Star Wars fan, and I think, but it is a very nice looking show. Like it's shot really well. Um, I would say on the level of like Rogue One, like it kind of it's it has little, that feel.
0: Yeah, has a little
1: more modern
3: modern feel. You know, right. But without
0: taking away from like the original tonality of the universe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it feels like lo- it seems like well what I've heard is it's Lone Wolf and the Cub, but in Star Wars. I don't
0: know what Lone Wolf and the Cub is, but it's, it's a Western. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a Western.
1: Nah, well it's kind of yeah. it's technically a um it's like a Japanese movie I think, it's but nice. it's like it's Kurosawa. Yeah, it's like right? I don't know if it's Kurosawa, but I know it's like a samurai right, and he mm-hmm. comes home. And his wife has been murdered, and there's a baby there, right? And he tells the baby to pick a toy or pick a sword, and the baby picks a yeah. sword. I, so he I picks up the baby, and they're uh, like a, they go around the
2: country or whatever, killing people, basically.
0: I have no idea if that even relates. We're not that far I into think, the story. I think
2: that was on the beginning of one of them Genius albums, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, one, yeah, one yeah that's the um with the um, So, uh, so you Western. said. It is a Western. Okay, because. Chandler had posted, like, you know, he collects those little figurines and little action figurines, and he posted a picture of the Mandalorian. And I was like, oh, I know Clint Eastwood when I see him. It looked like Clint Eastwood fresh mm-hmm. off full of dollars. So, yeah. do, so does so, but, the that, but Star Wars was
0: always supposed to be a, a Western. Western.
2: Gotcha. So, is the Mandalorian that's a character that's not like no. a
0: okay? So, so Boba, F- he Boba Fett
2: mm-hmm. has his father, he, yeah.
0: okay. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter from the end of The Empire Strikes Back in the beginning of The Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett is a clone of his, fa- his father. Is mm-hmm. a cl- he's a clone, so it's technically not his dad. Jango Fett, who is...
2: Jango Fett? Jango Fett. Hey, shout out to Jango. Go right. ahead, <laughs> um
0: Jango Fett, who, um, but he raised Boba like his son. Right. So they were bounty hunters um, that all the clones were made from. Okay. So... He actually, we assume that he, like, killed a Mandalorian, and he wore the suit of armor of a Mandalorian, but they are not Mandalorians.
2: Oh, so the Mandalorian's, like, not They're from the planet Mandalore. Okay, gotcha. So,
0: they're not Mandalorians. I'm not sure exactly where they're from, Mm -hmm. Um, but... But this character played by Pedro Pascal is a Mandalorian, and it it get, dives more into like what their culture is. Apparently, like they earn their armor piece by piece, so them like having Mandalorian armor is like a big deal.
2: Gotcha. Um, so this is like the last samurai. Got it. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they, I mean, Kermis. they do
3: allude to that like the Mandalorians are like a, a race of like people who are warriors, and mm-hmm. they, you yeah. know, it's all about you know fighting and you know that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, I'd be curious if Pedro takes the helmet off.
0: Because, I don't think he does which
3: is what's the point of having Pedro oh, yeah, you, could, <laughs>
2: you could have hired a stuntman because that boy don't they take p- their helmets off
3: yeah it's in the in the yeah. character they don't take their helmet off. just like if, the
0: stormtroopers don't and then offended. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah
3: so I, I'd be curious to do like you know like you're using because I like Pedro I like him as an actor so it's like well if he doesn't take the helmet off then you're just a voiceover at this point
1: so. I I get what you were saying about how you just wanted something new out of a Star Wars yes. story. That's movie. why I was kind of mad about, well, not really mad, but a little disappointed about like DB and Benioff or whatever and Weiss or whatever being taken off the Star Wars movies. Because mm-hmm. the rumor was they were going to do Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which was a video game I played. Mm-hmm. But it was a completely new story set like a thousand years before the Skywalker trilogy. And that's what, like, what I wanted to see. And now now it looks like that's not going to happen. Cause I don't not know what they're the doing. They make the video games about other stories. They've done the books, the yeah.
3: animated stuff on other stories, but the main films are just they just won't do it. And I I don't get why this is hard.
1: I like, mean, I think some of it was it was definitely a cash grab. Because mm-hmm. you could tell that they didn't really have a plan for all three movies. It yeah. was like Well it, supposedly, yeah.
0: supposedly The Last Jedi was not supposed to be Luke. It was supposed to be Leia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, definitely.
3: I, I enjoyed The Last Jedi because I, I, it, it wasn't new, but it definitely went in a direction I didn't think it would. So, like, I, as you know, I hate that other movie. So And that's why I still, to this day, respect the prequels to some degree. Because George Lucas tried to tell a unique and new story. He just.
0: He built. He was building upon the he universe. He was building,
3: and like bullshit. that takes guts. We have that the opposite takes,
0: feeling about these things. He, I mean,
3: it, you know, it, he, it took guts. It took, you know, like he said, I'm gonna make these movies, and and he wielded the story. It, it had a lot of unique elements and story aspects that only you see in those prequels, and like, I mean, they kind of suck, but
0: I have faith in J. J. Abrams to bring it home. I do.
3: At this point, I don't think I think J. J. Abrams is just the go-to guy. He's for cleaning de- up. He's, he's a cleaner. And he also mm-hmm. is the guy who can, if you want to give someone $200 million and make sure that it doesn't screw up, you give it to J.J. Abrams. Like, your movie's going to get made. And it's going to be over the top. Visual effects are great. Everything's going to be great. But his style is gone, in my opinion. I, I haven't seen anything that looks like J.J. Abrams since Into Darkness. So Okay.
2: What was this? You know, oh, Star Trek, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because so yeah. okay. I hope your hope is... And fuck you, by the way, man. I do watch fantasy. I <laughs> no, watch, you watch don't. Watchmen. No, you don't. That's not fantasy. That is fantasy. No, we are talking That's about... Right? Okay, when
3: we use, a comic
0: book movie. When what we use fantasy? the word
3: fantasy... It's, it's, I, I un-
0: it's more sci-fi than it is. I understand what fuck. you're saying
3: because it is fantasy, air quotes. But we are talking about The Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones... The spells and dragons and
2: Harry Potter, Harry
3: Potter, and
2: oh no, that's a whole different category. That's That's called stupidity.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, The
0: Watchmen is 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 a superhero movie, but The Watchmen is very much grounded in reality. Like only one of them has actual superpowers; they're just regular people. They're vigilantes more than they are superheroes. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I tried it. Yes, um, you, did. you did. You tried it and you failed. Me and Martin watched Parasite. Um, what's up? What's taking y'all so long? We want to do an episode on Parasite.
0: I'm going to go see Parasite. I just need to see when it's playing. since y'all asked confused about that.
2: Oh, no, I wasn't confused. It, it came It came up and showed, and then they took it down because I don't know what happened. Is it so. still up there now? Yeah, yeah, it's at AMC, 20, okay. uh, AMC Lynn Haven.
0: Well, I might go see it yeah. next weekend.
2: I was,
3: say, I was very impressed by your um, your desire to go see that film. Like you, yeah. one day were like, "I'm going to movies tomorrow at 9:20 a.m." What like, put that on yeah, your radar? Because I yeah. I
0: listen to pop culture happy hour like twice a week. So anything that's like obscure, I'm gonna be if that's obscure and worth watching, I'm gonna know about it. But like, how did that come it, on your radar? I've mentioned I mean,
2: it before. Yeah, he mentioned it before. And then oh, you know, Martin's it won the, the Palm. was everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it it won. You know, it it was a big deal months ago when it won. Oh, won at the film Fem- film festival yeah. season. Okay. Um, you know, and I mean we we like that director so. It was it was on my radar then, and then I saw the trailer when I went to see Lighthouse, which none of y'all saw. Thank you. Not interested. Uh, yeah, so you can't fuck with the god. Uh, that's the movie
3: <laughs> I'm going to catch on the back end.
2: No, it was it was. I'm I've glad I watched it in the theater fucking because strange. just be well, the aspect ratio alone, it's not it's not traditional sixteen by nine or like one you know two three five or nothing like that. Like it's it's square like standard. F? It's like it's like four by three, but it's it's even more. Abstract than that. Okay. It's probably like what? Well, no, because you said American Honey was.
3: No, American Honey was
2: was four by, four three. by three. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's close. To, it's it's close to that aspect ratio. Okay. If it's not four by three, um, so that makes it a strange experience. But I'm glad I watched it in theaters. Like I wasn't as blown away by it as I hoped I would be. Um, the performances were fucking amazing. You know, you got Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, which. I'm starting to get on the Willem Dafoe train these days now. A little late, but... Yeah, but I mean, he's not really a consistently good actor to me. Like, he's intense, but he's not consistently good to me.
3: Like, um... Speaking of Robert Pattinson, me and Shalice watch High Life... Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a mind fuck. It was. It was different. <laughs> it was definitely different, and definitely something I didn't need to watch. Oh. Ah. Yeah, you, you heard of it? No, it you know,
2: as, because y'all were talked about it on. The, that's what y'all a were talking a straight, about on Wasn't as straightforward.
0: Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as straightforward as I, It was on Amazon. Um, it wasn't as straightforward of a sci-fi movie as I like, um, mm-hmm. and it was way more graphic than I wanted. It reminded right. me of. It was oh, just fucking weird. Reminded me
3: of, like Space Odyssey, you know, like and mm. I don't not in a good way. Not a good way. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: Which I haven't been able to get through that, so I can't even. But tell you Space Odyssey? Has. Yeah. Oh man.
2: Yeah.
0: Juliet Binoche is a whole fucking weirdo. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> there's just if you watch it, there's just some scenes in there. That you're like, why is this fucking necessary? Right. <laughs> but yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah. So I went to see Lighthouse. They played the Parasite. That was the first time I saw it in theaters. Um, the, well, that was the first time I saw the trailer. Period it was in uh, Lighthouse, and I was like, oh nah. The way they cut that trailer, I was I gotta see this shit.
3: I want to see because I, I always liked. Um it's a train movie, homie, dude. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, which TV shows like never coming out. Y'all got
2: to see Mother, man.
0: So, so oh, I've seen Mother. So Snowpiercer is the same director, not
2: Darren Aronofsky's oh, Mother. Oh no, yeah, mother. you Oh, I've see, seen Mother. You seen the the Korean? Yeah, mother? I've seen Mother. Amazing. Is that was it, very good. It's by the same guy.
0: Okay, that I like mother. that.
2: Yeah, it's really good. Got, yeah. I
0: like that more than I like Snowpiercer. <laughs> really, I like Snowpiercer. I can see. There's a there's a, also a fan theory that. In Snowpiercer, Ed Harris's character is really Willy Wonka. I encourage you to look at that on YouTube. It's interesting, mm. and that different people are from the Willy Wonka-like universe. Mm.
3: Not
2: bad. Yeah, well, he dropped the ball on Oak by the way. But anyway, we're not going to go. Oh, there. that movie! He did Oak but oh, I get him a movie pass. I give him a pass. I <laughs> hated that we movie. We did a whole episode on that. Like, yeah, I know. Like, we I did really an episode on su- Oak and y'all apparently like, hated it at too. At the end, I was yeah. like, "Yo, this movie sucks." Yeah, like, the movie is terrible. Oh, it was bad. I man. like the
0: tonality of the movie though, so yeah, I like that kind of like quirkiness. Yeah, which is something about Snowpiercer. Like, I like that kind of I thing. About that right. movie
3: and its whole existence.
2: Yeah, but yeah, Parasite's good. Please watch it so we can do an episode. We we waste. Are the we doing a Queen Obja. and
0: Slim? Are we gonna go see Queen of Slim? Yo,
2: listen, I've got a butt fuck load of movies that we got. <laughs> like, this is about to be content. After I want to see
0: Waves also.
2: Waves, and- fucking Queen and Slim, Irishman. Uncut gems, Uncut Gems. Yeah, gonna gonna be site. Yeah. I want to do a succession episode. Um, I'm trying to. We're gonna, we're gonna give you a Watchmen episode. Got to give you a Watchmen episode. There is something else in there that comes out that I can't think of right. I off still the record, haven't
0: but, seen Loose. I feel away.
2: Yeah, that that kid, man. I'm telling you, keep your eyes on. He's Kelvin in Harris.
0: everything right dog, now, dog. And
2: he's in the uh, another jump that we he's can in talk Godfather about. Harlem. Godfather of Harlem. Yeah, he's in that. But yeah, but I when I, I'm telling you when I saw him on. Um, I, ever since I saw him on uh, Startup, that uh, Crackle, for anybody who doesn't know what Startup is, this is a really good show. It's on Crackle, um, which is Sony's um, streaming service, service, and it's 100% free. I always
3: had really bad user experience with
2: Crackle. I haven't. Uh, it's gotten better. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It's I had to better. watch
3: Crackle because I was doing research on a certain director that didn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spike Lee. Shout out to Spike Lee. Uh, yeah. And I tried. There were a couple of his movies on Crackle. Yeah. And I couldn't get through the movies because Crackle just didn't want to cooperate. Yeah. It's it,
2: it's been funky for a little while, but it's 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 up to par. It's up okay. to snuff. Uh, but he's in a movie called. I mean, he's in a television show on Crackle called Startup. Um,
0: damn he's I didn't even realize that was him and it comes at night. This, yes, this guy works. Oh, he's second. in the photograph. I'm excited about that yeah. too. Oh, yeah, that's
2: right. You put me onto that. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I saw him and he comes at night. He's just a very intense actor, man. He he's very explosive. Um and he could go either way, man. Mm-hmm. Just really docile or like extremely like on a thousand. Um cuz he's got a couple scenes in Startup and I was he plays like a he's part of the Haitian community. Like mm-hmm. he's he's like a Haitian uh, gangster son. And he is, man, he got a couple scenes where he just get busy, bro. Like, he turns up and you just like, yo, you've been so kind of chill this whole time.
0: He's in Monsters and Men. He's he's really working. Yeah. Like, this he, little boy is like a baby Denzel. He's he working up, his ass off.
2: He next up for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, One
0: last thing and then I'm, then we can move on to, to what we want to actually talk about with Dolomite. I rewatched yeah. Candyman. Okay. And all of the... Uh, social political portions of that that they glazed over in terms of gentrification Mm. um, and redlining in that version, I feel like Jordan Mm. Peele is really going to do something with. So I'm like super excited for the reboot of that movie because the original one, I watch a lot of horror movies and going back and watching them as an adult, they don't have the same kind of impact. I'd say like Child's Play does, the original one, because they got stupid after like the second one. Right. Child's Play is still just as good, and this movie is just as good. you watching it now as
2: it was then. Interesting. I always remember the part where she got hit in the eye with that uh, that hook, and she had that big-ass speed knot like the next scene <laughs> on her eye.
0: He was like, I heard you looking for Candyman, bitch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yo, Jordan Peele. First of all, shout out to Jordan. That motherfucker's working. He behind everything. What's the new jump that he got coming out with? Uh, it's an Amazon show with Al Pacino. And he's like,
0: oh, I saw he's
3: it.
2: He's like a Nazi murder, the hunter, the hunter, hunter? Or, the yes. or something like that. Boy, yeah. that looks like it's mm-hmm. gonna be good. That, yo, man, someone turn that fucking Siri off, yo.
3: Sorry, it's twice. <laughs> yo, Amazon. yo,
2: I don't like her because nobody even called, nobody even asked for her. Shut up. And she just, you the fez, bro. Yeah, I'm definitely that <laughs> Takashi Corey. Yeah. Speaking um, of that,
3: um, Amazon. I'll, I'll be brief. I I started watching The Man in the High Castle. I binge-watched the first three seasons to catch the fourth season, which premiered Friday.
2: Nice. You notice nobody talks about that, right?
0: I think uh, that's cool. I think it's an interesting concept. It's a very interesting concept. Especially because, I mean, if you don't know, this is... uh, I I, want to watch it. I try to get into it. It's revisionist history. Oh, so is a Watchmen. Um, It's (laughs) revisionist history, but it takes place in a universe where Germany won World War II. Mm -hmm. And this show came out before the idea was put into the public about HBO making the show where it was revisionist history of, like, the Confederacy, like, mm. won mm. Um, the Civil War and black people were like, fuck that beat. Mm. So now it's like, yeah. it, in the wake of that with The Watchmen and with the continuation of the universe of Man in the High Castle, yeah. like... It's very surprising to me that like Nazis were okay, but like Confederates yeah, winning I is not. That, I was
1: like, yo, there's a whole last show over here. <laughs> there's a whole last show over here where like Nazis went won the civil won World War Two and they ruled the U.S. and Black people are not, like, no, fuck HBO for fuck Confederacy. And it's not that I want Confederacy. It's just like, yo, there's already a show that you're boycotting right now. There's yeah. already a show that exists that's exactly that.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, if Jewish people are okay with it, like that's their boycott yeah. to, ra- to raise, but like right. whatever. I mean, interesting. If I was a white supremacist, I'd be mad at The Watchmen. I guess like, I don't. I don't know. But like, yeah. I, I, what's? I mean, I get it from,
3: but I don't like. It's it's a fictionalized tale, and it it makes them look worse. Like the show is about how terrible things would be if Germany had won. Like they're not. It's not like a positive thing, you know. Like so, I don't. I, or is it the idea that this just needs to go away? Is that where the boycott stems from? That, I just, like, black, why? People,
0: black people just don't want to see it. Interesting. It, and it's just kind of like, hey, don't, don't, I guess, shit, a lot of us feel like mm. they are trying to take us back there fucking now, so. <laughs> So, yeah, so fun. I guess like it's just one of those things. Like, hey, and I mean, Spike has made this point. He, when Django came out, he was like, "Slavery is not a spaghetti western; it's a motherfucking holocaust, and you need to give it the same respect." I, so, to make like a fantasy series of revisionist history of like, we're you're still making, enslaved you're is making like
3: this a horrible thing in in a in a group's history into entertainment. Right, like, you know, I, I guess I see what you're saying. Like, I, mean, I could see where people would be a little upset with that.
0: I don't know how Jewish people feel about Man in the High Castle, but black people are not here for that shit. And HBO like mm-hmm. was like, uh-uh, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. They gave us the opposite of that instead. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I, like, what's going on in the High Castle? Are you enjoying it? Because I tried yeah, to watch the first episode, I and I couldn't it. get it, into it's a, it.
3: It's a slow burn. And it's also, it, it, you got to just push through it. it. It's not the best. I admit Season one is decent. Season two is okay. Season three actually sucked. But four is really good so it's far. It's really good. Yeah, like it's re- they, they got a new showrunner. and But everything they're doing in four, they should have done in three. Huh. But what the appeal of the show is they did a really good job at being very imaginative mm-hmm. and very attention to detail. Like there's a lot of things about the show that are you would have to really sit down and go, well, what would the world be like if they had won and then 20 years later... You know, America is run by the Germans. So there's a lot of little details that I, I, I haven't appreciated. So it
0: takes place in like the 50s. It takes
3: place in the uh, mid 60s. Oh, okay. And like, like it is like living in Germany. Like they have taken completely control of the entire country. Do Every, we
0: speak English at all?
3: Uh, both. Okay, uh, we speak, speak English, English and German. German. But like America, so it's like Canada. Half of America <laughs> has become German, and the other half is Japanese. Um, wow and, yeah the other and, and the story flip flops the west coast is Japanese is run by the Japanese that makes and sense and the east coast is run by the Germans there's a part in the middle called the neutral zone where um, it's kind of like a lawless state that people can go it's to fucking Canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but like their attention to detail just like about the way the world would be is like kind of neat like you know, from a writing and creative perspective.
0: I mean, don't don't at me, but like seeing the story about the Confederacy would probably be kind of neat. I just don't think we're ready for it.
2: Mm. Yeah, possible.
0: Mm. Awesome.
3: But the show's cool. Um, I watched it. I Enjoy. I like Philip K. Dick's work. Most of his stuff. Um,
2: I'm sorry, I missed the Philip. K. His part, name is Philip
3: K. Dick, and I like his work. I didn't. I didn't hear any of that. Because yeah, I'm it. a mature adult, and uh, <laughs> is perpetually <laughs> well. <12. laughs> and perpetually so, yeah,
1: That's all. Uh, I watched it. It's pretty cool.
2: Bet. Um, I saw Blind Spotting. Good movie. All right. That was one on. of my favorite movies that yeah. I yeah. meant to watch it this we should. weekend. I didn't. We should have did an episode on that, man. Yeah. That it was a really good film.
0: Did man. it even play here? I mean, I guess it did of Martin saw it. but you be going nah, like all over the, the world. I
2: saw it in uh, the
1: Angelica in New York.
2: I
0: was about yeah. to say yeah. I like the way you say New York, New York. New, New York.
2: York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all ready to get into this? My name is Dola Mike. Let's do it. Or they call me Dolomite. What is it? I just call it Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. name. There you go. I just call it Dolomite. So, um, Yeah, so uh, 49 minutes in, we are now talking about Dolomite. Um, The official
0: name of this episode is Dolomite is my name and what we're watching. Fair enough?
2: Yeah. I'm watching Dolomite is my name. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah man uh Dolomite uh, uh Eddie Murphy's newest film directed by Craig Brewer who did uh Black Snake Moan and Hustle and Flow. He constantly exploits black people but you know who am I? Uh that's just that's just my take on it. I Craig would watch Brewer. Hustle
1: and Flow. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not good.
2: It's not good. Yeah. So
1: the director of The
3: Footloose remake. Yeah, Footloose remake.
1: That's that nobody fucking
0: wanted because Footloose is a masterpiece. There's a lot
3: going on that nobody wanted. Like there's a Charlie's Angels remake. Nobody nobody wanted wanted. that. Nobody wanted Dr. Sleep.
0: I enjoyed Doctor Sleep. I want to see Doctor Sleep. I enjoyed it.
2: Isn't isn't he behind Empire 2, This Craig Brewer dude.
3: I saw his name through Empire Road.
2: Yeah, quick. like him and what's what's the guy's name? Lee Daniels um, that owes Dame Dash money. Yeah, yeah, Lee right. Daniels. Yeah. Um, what? He, he owes apparently he owes Dame Dash two million dollars. Wow. And and, and and Dame needs and, that. And Dame checked them at a uh, what was it at a Anita the Baker concert show, something or like that, no? It was know? at a Anita Baker a Franklin concert. <laughs> this is I think. a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, the, you, you never saw that video going around. No, where, where but Day did he passed. pull his
0: tooth out before he did it?
2: Yeah, no, it was after he did his tooth. So it was. I guess he has the whatever, whatever the, the replacement implants. tooth. Yeah, but yeah, he he caught him at a. I want to say it was an Aretha Franklin concert before she passed away or a Patty LaBelle concert. One of them. One of them.
0: Gladys night, one of them. He,
2: he pulled up on that nigga. He, yo.
0: he ran up on Lee he Daniels. Pulled,
2: he pulled up on Lee Daniels while Lee Daniels was in the aisle clapping and repeating songs. Yo, Dame Dash came upon him with the uh with the with the TMZ camera. Sons the TMZ of, camera. No, no, it was uh, oh. one of Dame Dash, you know it was Dame Dash got it on tape. Um I guess somebody from his crew recorded it but he was like yeah I need that two million <laughs> like what's up? Like, I would
0: need two million too.
2: But 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 what you I will you owe me two hundred
0: dollars. I'm in your face. <laughs> but what I
2: will say is that Lee Daniels, he owned up to it, and it—you it, know—even when he he did like a few interv- interviews afterwards, and he was like, "Listen, man," he was like, "Yeah, I may not agree with how he did it, but I'm gonna be real. He—I mean, I, deserve I owe that. him that money. You know what I'm saying? So I'll give Lee Daniels props for owning. I mean, you could do that now. You got a production deal with Fox. You got that money chilling in a fucking Wells Fargo account." I'm Somewhere. sure you, you can cut that, you could, you pay PayPal that nigga his
0: money. Yeah, but you don't want to his... give somebody two million dollars. Like that's hard to let go of. So yeah. I get why he wouldn't just be like, here go your money all at once. Right.
2: Yo, you can you imagine if you owe a nigga two million and you PayPal him and forgot to hit friends and family? Uh, and, it took, <laughs> and it took out the percentage, and, oh, he would be tight, bro. That happened to me recently. It happened recently. To we you. had
3: to do a refund and, and still it was, money. It was a bad. wild process. Yeah, it was kind of wild. All right, now as certain enough, with capp- with me. enough with the
2: Enough with the capping. Now, uh, <laughs> so uh, Dolomite is my name. Um, yeah, Netflix production uh, about Rudy Ray Moore, man, who uh, was a uh, uh, as the as the movie portrays was a, a comic in the black exploitation time, man, and and took his fate into his own hands because nobody was fucking with him. I first heard the name Dolomite from House Party. Same. Yeah, I, I was From looking, Robin Harris. From Robin Harris. And I'm trying to remember the part that I'm trying to remember when when kids snuck out, was it playing on the TV? He
0: told he told him he was going to stay home and watch Dolomite <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then when he snuck out it was playing on the TV. Right.
2: So I first heard he of was Dolomite way down in the jungle deep. I first heard of Dolomite and Dick Gregory cuz of House Party.
0: Wow. Oh yeah. Because they were drinking the Bahamian the shakes. <laughs>
2: Yo, house party need to come back, man.
0: Shout out to the Hudlin
2: Brothers. Yeah, for real, man. That was my shit. But um, I think LeBron might
1: be making a house party.
2: I heard that with who? I don't know with who. Yeah, he need to tighten up. He need to get the right niggas on the job. Cause... Who
0: would be in a house party movie? Drake and who?
2: Whoa, that's funny. I can see Travis Scott. I, yo, I can see. Uh, what's can what's the name Scott of the act niggas? Though? Nah. What's the no. name of Slim Jimmy and the other boy? Old I man? could see like
0: Shameek oh, Moore.
2: Yeah, Ray Sherman. Yeah. I
0: could see it like a reverse house party with some, with like the kid from The Get Down and Shameek Moore. Well, both of them, the two main characters in The Get Down, but like in reverse. Oh, so yeah. Shameek Moore is like Kid's character and the light skinned kid is like Play's character. That would be dope. I think no, you
1: gotta I have a musician dope. though or an artist, like a rap artist, to be in a house party because
2: it's always been that.
0: I mean, they both like yeah. rap though in The Get Down. It'll work.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: It, it could work yeah that could work i would see him I, i'd see shameek more playing more play than kid but really you know it's funny when i was a, and i know this is not a house party episode although it should be um <laughs> yo growing up man and I, I wonder if any of our listeners identify with this man i used to want to be kid so bad when i was a kid and then i got older and i was like this nigga play was that nigga he really bruh. was but he was smooth didn't
0: he like grow up and be churchy now
2: I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. That sound right mm-hmm. on brand. Yeah, for most I saw him people. at
1: Mega Church one time. Yeah. No, what's it called? The thing TD Jakes does in Atlanta.
2: Oh, the Potter's House. No, he has he has Mega like MegaFest. MegaFest. Yeah. Oh, MegaFest. Oh, he do what? MegaFest. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Lollapalooza for uh for yeah, churches for churches, for churches. Yeah. Oh my stars! Jesus, Jesus Con. Jesus <laughs> Con 2020 for Atlanta. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Kid uh play was that dude, man. Um. But yeah, yeah. How do we get on house party? Oh Dolomite. Yeah, Dolomite. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, Dolomite. <laughs>
2: yeah. So um, um I we've already said off Mike there's not really much to get into about Dolomite, but I I I I do think it was a cool story. I think it was a very good, as much as I read Craig Brewer, um
0: It's the best thing I've seen from him. Yeah,
2: I agree. This is the That's uh, not hard. But, <laughs> but this honestly, this seeing this I have a little bit more faith in this coming to America thing.
0: I'm still scared.
1: I have less faith <laughs> now that yeah. I've seen this. Oh, really? That he could do like something that's as funny as coming to America.
2: Interesting. I don't I see time. that happening. So you didn't think this movie was funny? I think I had it had funny, funny parts. Yeah, I, thought it was funny
1: I don't too. think it was funnier than like the disaster Artist. And the disaster artist isn't even trying to be funny, really. It's more trying to be a drama.
2: Well, it's because it's the character that we all know. I, you know, I think disaster artist. I mean, that particular character is just such a fucking doof. That, yeah, that I think that's, that's what makes it good. But this is a good comparison to the. I mean, yeah, it's sort of the same character arc, right? Or not? Or just story arc in general. Yeah.
1: Except one guy had money, the other guy had to like find a way to get money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and really struggle. So Dolomite is uh for anybody who hasn't seen it, it, it is it is chronicling Rudy Ray Moore and his journey to uh invent this character called Dolomite and create uh properties around it. Um, you know, with his comedy albums and um an actual film Dolomite, uh, which, you know, apparently in its time was a pop culture um a sort of an underground black exploitation pop culture phenomenon, I guess it was. Uh, what, what would be the equivalent of that today?
0: Black Dynamite,
2: no, no, I mean, but in terms of like how big it was in like a certain sphere,
0: I wasn't there, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can see but, like if Duval made like a huge hit movie, that's kind of like what Dola might be. Lil Duval, yeah, no,
2: yeah, what made you pick Lil Duval? Man? That little like thing for is not even Dolomite? funny, <laughs> no, but like, no, Lil Duval, funny, can you capping right now? Um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, he
1: has a huge internet following, like the way that Dolomite had a huge following in just like L.A. or whatever. And then he transferred that into an album. Then he transferred that into a
2: movie. I could see Duvall doing something like that. Oh, I kind of get I, I forgot about Duvall's music phase. Okay. I, I I get the parallel. I get it now. Um, what did y'all think about this film? Yeah, You already said you didn't like it. Um, I mean, Martin.
1: it's not that I hated it. I just thought it was Okay. I thought it was a pretty regular biopic. Is that how you
2: pronounce it? Biopic? That's how he pronounces it. I I say biopic. biopic. I say biopic. (laughs) I've heard heard other fuck niggas like you say biopic. (laughs) (laughs) You you probably
3: say Uh, advertisement too, don't you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: advertisement? No. (laughs) Progress ass (laughs)
3: nigga.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I think it's okay. I think they, I don't know his story, but it, it feels very much.
0: It felt a little hollow.
1: It, yeah, it feels by the numbers. It feels kind of formulaic in a sense, and I didn't really, I never really got to the point where I where I really felt him struggle.
2: That was my biggest critique. That yeah. was my biggest critique. Even though the film. he
1: was struggling th- throughout the movie, I never really felt it. Yeah, my I don't be- know if that's his performance or if that's just the story they're telling. No, that was just there was the never story. a point where
0: I didn't realize I was looking at Eddie Murphy, and it felt it felt very much like yeah, Eddie I, Murphy. Um, not that Rudy Ray Moore was like someone who like I had like a huge affinity for and I knew a whole lot about in mm-hmm. terms of his tonality and the delivery of his character. I felt like when he was doing Rudy Ray Moore's like, um, limericks and such, mm-hmm. that that felt like Rudy Ray Moore. But as a character, I really felt like I was looking at Eddie Murphy the whole time.
2: Yeah, me too. Especially taking in consideration how far we've seen Eddie Murphy like lose himself into other characters. Mm-hmm. I was the same way. I was like, I see Eddie Murphy the entire time. It sounds like Eddie Murphy. It does like, you know, I've actually I actually saw Dolo Mike before this this whole craze. Like I watched it back in like the mid 90s and uh, and I remember the cheesiness. And then, of course, when dirty old Dirty Bastard bought it back for his rollout and his album, um, his second or third album, whatever. But anyway, like I was already I was very familiar with the performance etiquette of Rudy Ray Moore, and at no point did I ever feel like Eddie Murphy nailed that. You know what I mean? Like so, and and I thought that that was like, I'm gonna be honest, man. And and oh, fuck it, man. I'm just gonna come out and say it, man. Because apparently, like everybody dancing around it, Eddie ain't got it. I don't know if Eddie got oh, it. Oh wow, like, I didn't say that. You know, this is what Treasy's saying. Like the, <laughs> like the last few things that I've seen Eddie in, and not and I'm not talking movies. I'm talking like, you know, comedians in the car getting coffee. Like, the last few things I've seen him in, he feels weird to me. He feels very weird to me. It's a
3: relic of an era, I think. He's a relic of an era that is is it's gone now. I'll make
0: my decision when I see his episode of SNL. Yeah, Yeah,
3: stand up. Okay. It's like, you know, they talk about coming to America, too. Like, I think that's going to be probably awful. I love coming to America. But I think when you do these remakes of movies that were in the 80s, in the 90s, you know, Mm -hmm. and you make them – the structure of films back then was different. The deliveries were different. The pacing was different. And you, when you bring it and modernize it, it doesn't work anymore. And it's it's like a good example. I was talking to somebody about how, like, we noticed that – we were talking about Terminator, about mm-hmm. how, like, oh, you should just bring James Cameron back. Right. But then it's like, no, he'll probably suck. Right. Just like how when Ridley Scott went back to Aliens 30 years later, it sucked. Right. And it's, like, because times were so different back then. Sure. And I feel like that's how I feel about Eddie. It's, like, you're a relic of an era that it's just—we don't make movies like that anymore.
2: You know what's funny? You know what I feel like contributes yeah. to that? What? Celluloid to digital. Hmm. I feel like the digital quality of films doesn't have the same romantic quality hmm. that these 80s films yeah. sort of got by on Yeah. Um, when, you, just, when you say that. So
3: I admit I didn't see this film, and it's because I have zero interest in anything Eddie's doing because I've seen the stuff that you're talking oh, about. Oh, you haven't you didn't seen watch Dolo it? Mike. Yeah, oh, I know. What a surprise. I know. What a fucking surprise. <laughs> what a fucking show. Yeah, What If a... <laughs> 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 it was
2: called Dolomite, White? first
3: person to watch I this I knew where this is where this is going. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Thanks uh, for showing up. Thanks for um, showing up. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, I feel the same way. I've seen some of the stuff that Eddie's been doing, and I'm like, it, it just it, it doesn't move me. Eddie, and so I had yeah. zero, I saw this movie pop up, and I was like, I have zero interest in this film. I
2: gotcha.
0: Eddie had a golden era, and then I stopped caring about what he was making. But he did say very specifically that at a certain point in his career, he wanted to make movies that his children could watch. Yeah. I didn't want to watch any of those movies. Right. Um, and then certain stuff is just not funny to me. Norbit has like funny moments, but it's not a funny movie to right. me. The Nutty Professor has funny moments. It's not a funny movie to me. The 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 humor went in a way that was very like fart jokey and it just wasn't funny to right. me anymore. And that's not the kind of humor that I like. It was very crude. Um, but there are stories that he's told that I think are so important to like uh, black representation mm-hmm. and imagery of ourselves that we need to see. I would, I mean, I don't, I stopped I tried to watch Lena Waite's version of Boomerang, but yeah. I was like, I don't care about any of these kids. Right. And um, some of it just doesn't make sense. Um right. but you know, I would love for them to show back up. I'd love to see what's going on with Angela and Marcus. Right. I mean, even like the Golden Child, I'd love to see what Chandler Gerald does next. Like, but right. I didn't this this movie was okay. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was just like, it was very like. It was Whatever. Very lighthearted. It was lighthearted. Yeah. There were parts of it that I enjoyed. There were things that they talked about or that I enjoyed. I like when they were like they pulled a, r- a random like DP off the street and then um, you know uh, Wesley Snipes' character was like does he know how to light black people cuz right. I don't think people know about that. So I thought that that was really insightful. I really enjoyed Wesley Snipes Duh, in this Wesley movie. Wesley
2: Snipes stole the film. He stole the film. Go ahead though. I'm sorry. No, no, you, no, you didn't
0: yeah. cut me off. That yeah. I mean, like I, I enjoyed Wesley Snipes in this movie. There were several lines of his that I thought were really, really funny. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the movie, but it was it missed I don't know what I was looking for, but I just it just didn't do it for me. That's how I feel about Craig Brewer's movies, period, is just they kind of miss a mark for me that right. I want it to hit. It just doesn't.
2: Right. Um,
0: I like the ending of the movie though that was really cute
2: that was really dope it was I really had feels
0: dope. around the ending but, Yeah. and I liked the part where they were <laughs> directing the sex scene and it was he, I love that he was like showing some vulnerability there right? because Rudy Ray Moore just was always had like this really huge facade of like confidence and yes. like that was bravado that he kind of like injected into any situation so when he was like i got this sex scene and i'm nervous and i don't know what to do right that was really endearing that was very and creative. then seeing how it played out was hilarious yeah.
2: i i really like the aspect of like showing bits from the actual film so you can see how these moments really tied together mm-hmm. in, in in the real presentation of the film
0: the movie didn't take uh, itself too seriously though so like that made me not mad at it you know what i mean yes
2: i agree um just doubling back to what you were saying martin I never felt like he was in any danger. Like it seemed like every every um obstacle that arose in the film, it seemed like it got solved in the same scene.
1: Yeah, even like the end like close to the ending where they're in the limo or whatever, and usually a film would take time out to be like he might be in his house. They're reading the reviews like, "Oh, this movie's terrible. Nobody's gonna show up." So that would build tension when they get to the movie theater and there's a million people outside. Right. That's that's what you're supposed to do. But it's like, no. He's already in the limo on the way to the joint, and then the next scene is like they're at the they're at the movie theater. So it's like it never really gives you time to be like. To build da- build that danger, build that tension.
2: Right, and and obviously this is the, that's the film they were making. You know, just like yeah. a sort of like a low tension, lighthearted, you know, comedy, a safe comedy, really. Yeah, um, film as a quick vehicle for Eddie Murphy to sort of get back into this scene. Um, th- so yeah, doubling back, man. Wesley Snipes, man, he played uh, uh Derville Martin, who apparently uh, had a very short acting career. That he was that he was uh. Pumping up is to be a lot bigger Hyping than himself. <laughs> up like I am that man. He was like, yeah, I seen you in Rosemary's Baby. He was Like, yeah, he was, he was the elevator attendant. He was like, shit, nigga. Um, uh, man, I didn't. I mean, I've always been a fan of Wesley, but like Wesley post, you know, IRS troubles. It's like I hadn't really seen him in anything. This and Chirac, like Chirac. Yeah, well, but- uh, the first thing that I saw him in when he came back was um, Brooklyn's Finest. Oh. Oh, I didn't even see that. Blade 3? Is that before a, or after? I think that was before. I yeah. think it was before. Yeah. I, I saw him in Brooklyn's Finest. Brooklyn's Finest is a horrible movie, and I wish we would just, well, I guess maybe everybody knows that. that. It's fucking, t- like the slang they were using in that film was like 90s Brooklyn, like, and I'm talking about like 92 Brooklyn with a film that was set in the 2000s. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's really bad, man. Oh, Later I think that was you. Antoine Foucault. <laughs> right, type shit like that. Yeah, that. That sounds like a direct quote from the movie. Later for you. Um,
3: Snipes just needs to do Demolition Man 2 and call it a day. Man. He should, man. I would love that. Can you imagine uh, yeah.
1: Stallone and Snipes doing did Demolition Man 2? That movie? Huh? Did he die at the end of that movie? Yeah. I don't remember. No,
3: I think they put him They put, They put. They him put, back him in jail. They put him uh, back yeah. in the cryo. Um, back no, he, in he did die. <laughs> You're right, because he froze him. He kicked his head off. He oh, okay. oh, there goes that. That little hit. There
2: goes that, girl. Oh. Yeah, he was a treat in this film. And then... um, Titus Burgess was really good also. um,
1: Hold on.
0: Tony is Titus Burgess.
1: Yeah, the guy with the fro, who's like
0: the the producer. Oh, (laughs) yo.
2: You didn't
0: realize that's who that was?
2: Yo, I didn't. I'm terrible, yo. And it's not like it's like... It's not like it was in deep makeup or nothing. Like, not how did all. I miss it's that? Clearly
0: as tight as Burgess. How
2: did I miss that, though? Oh, yeah, I'm terrible. Clark Kent. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's terrible. I appreciated the whole Lady Reed character. Of course. Yeah, I thought what she stood for and what, and what they... um and you know what they portrayed her to be like I thought that was really dope
0: I like how she thanked him and just like made a big deal out of like representation for women like her right and the opportunities that he gave her right right
1: um i i mean i think for me some like with just with the start of this movie i think because people are pumping this up to be like maybe Eddie has a chance to be like best actor in like the Oscar <laughs> no on. fucking way but, but yo anytime I see like a rapper like I just check out a little bit and it's in a movie that's supposed to be serious so I, I saw Snoop Dogg and I was like alright I, I know what type of movie this is
2: going to be yeah well I mean yeah.
0: Snoop Snoop's been in movies though yeah,
2: yeah but he, not like Oscar movies he just plays Snoop every time Yeah, but yo but t- but Tips role T.I.'s role in the movie that was actually pretty good that was really I like that they no. referenced Cornbread Earl and me, I like that movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's Lawrence Fishburne, ain't it? I mm-hmm. was like his first film, yeah. Um, <laughs> that exact that was a good scene, yeah, that was. was a really good scene, yeah. This movie, I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, um, it was a very easy watch, um, a very lighthearted uh comedy, um. Yeah, I get. I get why y'all say there wasn't much to talk about here. So I like the whole message about independent artistry. I do appreciate that, and I feel like this is a really good time for a message like that. And I think, um, you know, it's good to see that in the in the in the context of the seventies as well. Um, You know, but man, for him to get this empty building and like the whole part where they tried where they had to patch electricity. To the building, yeah. and they turned the shit on. I thought the dude died, man. Like, when when he finally <laughs> yeah. like like re he, whatever he did with the circuits in the box, and got and got things cracking. Um, if things like that really happened, which I feel like there was probably a lot of embellishing um, that went on to some degree, but that yeah. it was just wild. It was just seeing. What happens when you put your own destiny in your hands?
0: I like that, too. And I think that it sent a message of, you know, your capability and what you can accomplish if you just believe in yourself. Like, even right. if no one else believes in you, that you can you can surprise yourself with what you can manifest and listen, not to let anyone tell you that you can't do something you really want to do or that right. you're not going to be shit or that you're too old, any of those things. All so, like, give up on what you want for yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really good in that way. You should you should watch it, Corey, for for that for that reason alone, man. Like it's just a lot of good positive messaging to like like Lizzie said, believing in yourself and all types of shit. Um that was quick. <laughs> We're kinda kinda done with Dolo. Uh, Are yeah. we kinda done with Dolo? Right? I mean, we kinda we kinda got through Dolo. How do you feel about the other performances? Them? Like, um, I told you Wesley outside. Yeah, Wesley. I mean, yeah you know he
0: and Michael Key was playing himself again. Um
2: per usual. I,
0: I think I thought that the casting was really interesting. It seemed like a lot of people wanted to work with Eddie, and they got to.
2: Yeah. And I thought
0: that that was kind of dope.
2: Yeah. So yeah, back to my Eddie rant, right? Like, so y'all, okay, so y'all thing is y'all need to see his SNL thing to really judge it. Well, where he's at. That's what I said. Yeah,
1: my thing it, it doesn't like watching this. I'm not necessarily excited for Beverly Hills Cop Five or whatever that is. Four.
2: For, is that uh, coming? Or like, yeah. yeah official Who Netflix
0: wants announced. this?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jerry Brockheimer, apparently. Is or, that
0: who's di- is that who's directing?
2: No, no, no he, he produced, produced all of them. That's his property. He's bringing back all his movies, but Bad Boys, Top Gun, this shit. Which I, Bad Boys, I'm gonna feel the exact same way.
0: Bad Boys trailer didn't look horrible to it, me. It,
2: yeah, it but there's decent. no there's no
1: Michael Bay this time. So yeah. I'm like kind of like I don't even know how this going to work. We'll yeah. see. But it seems like
2: a lot of like Michael Bay callbacks though to like the style of. Um, I, so, I, I guess, but I like feel like homage.
1: Edgar Wright was the only one who could really do that and still make it like funny. We'll
2: see. And What did he do? What did Edgar Hot Wright? Hot Fuzz.
1: Do? That's all like
2: Michael Bay stuff. Oh, I haven't seen Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, he's So yeah, Jerry Brock is bringing back Bad Boys, Top Gun, and um, Beverly Hills Cop. I'm so we try-
0: gonna get like Bronson Pinchot. So Serge,
2: <laughs> Serge. and
0: Aqu- Aquanfoli,
2: um, like <laughs> no.
0: I mean, the third one was like we go to fucking Wonder World, like it's crazy. Yo, that
2: was yo. The third one was the best thing about it was Teresa Randall, but the rest of that shit was garbage, bro. Mm-hmm. Like part three, I don't know how you gonna bounce back from from that, but apparently. You know, kind of like coming to America too. I think it's supposed to be something with his son. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do for Beverly Hills Cop Four. I don't
3: know. A lot of these properties, when you bring them back later, they're they're just not good. Yeah. Ghostbusters I, was so bad. Uh, there's so many other properties. I have that faith
0: that the next Ghostbusters will be good. That
3: you bring it back, you just you find out that it doesn't work. It, mm-hmm. it because like I said, once you modernize it to what you know to the how we watch movies today, you realize kind of like how much they how much you you got so much more back then.
2: In the uh. 80s.
3: You know, we've talked about like the pacing of films and, and what they actually did. I know exactly what's going to happen. Something's going to blow up in the first 10 minutes. Right. You know, and then the movie, and then you realize how hollow they are now. Yeah. You know, so I, I have zero faith. I think Bad Boys 3 is probably going to be pretty awful. I think. Uh, oh,
0: Judge Reinhold will be back, I'm sure, for. for um, Beverly Hills Cop Four. There's sweet. a lot of people who are probably looking forward to that who want to work.
3: Yeah, they probably. I mean, probably, yeah, I mean movie and making movies is cool. Like you know, oh, yeah. I don't know. When I see, making I'm at a point now where cool. old old properties <laughs> coming back. It used to excite me. Right. It doesn't excite me anymore. Because okay. the last one that was decent was probably Blade Runner, and that did mm-hmm. terrible at the box office. But the it last was actually
0: good. Though it was a great yeah. film.
3: But like the terrible. You when know, there's so many up? properties that come back when and they just, they just, they, just yeah. they just fall so flat. So Denny Denny right. can't do no wrong, so Dune will be great. Yeah,
2: yeah, Denny's good. Have y'all y'all still haven't seen Polytechnique, have you? Polytechnique, no. That was his it was black and white film about that uh that college uh mass shooting that happened in somewhere in Canada in in like in dead. the seventies or something like that. What I after I do. seen after Euphoria, dog? I'm down to see her and whatever.
0: I love her, I just don't know that I want her in doing. We'll see.
2: Yeah, um, well, Josh it, Brolin's in it. I like uh, Josh oh, brolin. no, that's Mark, Mark <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Martin <laughs> hates Josh Brolin. I, <laughs> knew somebody did. I, like I thought Josh it was brolin. brolin.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna argue.
3: Well, too, no, man. we, we oh, just okay. said Stellan Skarsgard
0: I, is, is, uh, is Baron uh, Harkonnen. I'm You're Axel, in. that's it, that's, that's all it. I
2: need. You're um, anything else to take away from Dolomite?
1: I don't know. I just, I I was kind of hating on Dolomite just because, like, the idea that he just stole all his jokes <laughs> from a bunch of homeless people. Yo, that was wild. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, by comedy standards today, like, everybody should hate him. Like, that's, like, the number one thing you don't do, but... Right, he just, he just he made money off of it. Yeah, he did, that is yeah. that is
2: very true. You know, what's crazy is, and I know this doesn't mean anything to y'all, but when so, shout out to my boy Anthony Patrick, man. Um, that's me and him watched Dolomite back in like '94, '95. And the character that Derville played in that joint was Willie Green. And I feel like every time he was introduced, he used to say, like, Willie Green from the third ward. And I thought the, my biggest takeaway was like I thought they shot this fucking movie in Houston because <laughs> no. of the, you know I was learning about All the wards have back the, Yeah but but it's like New Orleans I mean not New Orleans New but New Orleans like, and Houston like, are really big on calling big, out their
0: wards uh, yeah Right
2: so I thought it was I thought it was Houston um because of that I was just learning about the wards and shit like that and uh yeah so to find out that it was it was based in Cali I was like oh man this whole time I thought it was Houston it was like pimp culture and then right you know that so I'm like it's Houston um so yeah I've been wrong all for like 20 something years I've been Sorry. wrong Willie Green from the third wallet um all right man but but that does lead us into coming to America which I, I we be remiss not to shout out Christopher Schaefer who I think took the biggest picture of 2019.
0: Of course. Um,
2: yeah. uh, so if y'all see that picture floating around with um, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, and um, Wesley Snipes. Morgan. No, Tracy Morgan's not in the picture. He's in the video. He's in the video. But that was taken by a friend of the show, Christopher Schaefer, man. Um, so shout out to him. But, yeah, so I I, I was happy to see. That, so that picture was on Tyler Perry's lot while they were shooting, I guess, some of the final scenes for Bad Boys uh for life as well as coming to America. Um that I was that just started, yeah. That just started and I so I was happy to see Wesley Snipes and coming to America. That that's what that's what I will say is like seeing seeing Wesley's character in Dolomite and then seeing him sort of in this picture, um uh in and knowing that he's gonna be in coming to America, which uh, you know these movies being lazy, talking about bad boys for life and you know, coming to America, you know, using these numbers. This shit is fucking, anyway, that's anyway. I just went on my, a tangent, but I want to see. Is this.
1: like, I think they have Jermaine Fowler, um, playing his son, maybe. And like, Jermaine Fowler Jermaine doesn't Fowler? make me laugh at all. Like,
2: are you serious? Jermaine Fowler I, is I, supposed I to be, playing, he might his be son? playing his son? Uh, I know he's in the movie, so I don't I'm know. I'm looking,
0: Roe Timmy is in the movie too. I don't see Jermaine Fowler.
2: Rotimi's in the movie, uh-huh. dog.
0: I mean, is he African? Oh though? yeah,
2: he is African. He is He's African. like Nigerian, I
1: think.
0: Jerry uh, Sherry Headley's like low on the list, so I'm looking. Louis Anderson's coming back. Wow. Jermaine Fowler's in the movie. I don't find him funny at all. Michael yeah. Jackson. Rick Ross?
1: What the fuck? Yo, this <laughs> don't sound wild. <laughs> Kinda of wish Godfrey was in there.
0: So right. the the character um, General Izzy, which mm-hmm. is um that's interesting. He, I'm curious if he's married to Vanessa Bell Calloway's character. Who? Imani Isi. I or because uh. his father was dude from Uptown Saturday Night, so I can't Biggie small. I can't think of his name. Right. <laughs> that was Imani yeah. Izzy's father. Okay. So I'm curious if Wes Wes is not old enough to be Vanessa Bell Calloway's father. So I'm guessing he must be her husband. Maybe. And I'm curious if this child that's in America is hers. Ooh. I don't know.
2: Interesting.
1: Well, side note, don't I, quote watched, me. I watched um, Let's Do It Again, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird seeing Bill Cosby anytime he interacts with a woman.
2: <laughs> 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 those
0: are some that's, of my favorite movies, though. Yeah, I, I like those. Let's Do It Again yeah, and Up Down Uptown Saturday Night. What's the other one called? A Piece of the Action?
2: I didn't see that Yeah, I haven't seen that. It could be yeah, Leonard Part Six.
0: I love Leonard Parsons.
2: <laughs> Yo, except for the fact that one through five don't exist. You, you remember the scene with him and the hot dog? Now, that's even funnier now with the context. Well, he's like, funny, I'm
0: not scared of a little mate. And then he bites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, Bill Cosby, wild wow, fam. I
0: love that movie. It's so silly. Yeah. I like that one. And I like Ghost Dad where he's fucking with Omar Gooding. He like jumps through the phone and cusses him out. Right, right, right. Um. Leonard part six is one of my favorite things in the world like him and his wife having a food fight is like super cute duh
2: that why do you yeah. have to ruin all of the he, things that I like? Everything. He ruined all the
0: shit I like about yeah. him before he got in trouble. But it's like crazy. that was a nail in the coffin. Because now I can't even enjoy the shit about him that I did like.
2: Yeah, that's tough. You got to separate the art from the artist, man. You
1: can't even be like, he wasn't doing that to women back then. Because you don't know. So it's like. I no, mean, it, like I think we pretty, he pretty did much did. do know that <laughs> he was, <his> allegations <laughs> went back. Yeah. yeah. Went Hella back. far.
2: Yeah, yeah. Super far.
0: Bringing it back Damn. to um, coming to America. Did anyone watch Arsenio's stand-up?
2: No, I watched the five it. minutes of it, and the first five minutes was not funny.
0: It was ve- his his stand up felt like a very long monologue from his old show.
2: It, so if you were not like, into
0: yeah. it, then right. which he he did some callbacks to things that happened during the show that were funny, right? But I'm really not here for. Every comedian I see now, even Dion Cole, who I really like, I was really impressed with Dion Cole's ability to tell a gay joke in 2019 and have it not be offensive.
2: Yeah, um, Cole's funny as shit.
0: Um, he really is. Yeah. But <laughs> slap. So <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, but you know, even Dion Cole said it. Comedians are out here on this, this uh this kick of everyone's too sensitive. Like yes. I can't make a joke because everyone's too sensitive. And right. I just think that that's like a very like <laughs> insensitive position to take. Just tell your joke. Yeah, tell so your I'm joke. Stop complaining about people not thinking you're funny and just tell your joke. The well, people who think you're funny will laugh.
2: Right. I think I think um I think it just yeah, it comes down to like, is this shit funny? Cause you telling it insensitive joke and the shit ain't funny. You're just being a, an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like, not a
0: comedian at that yeah, point. Yeah,
2: you gotta be intelligent about your humor. Yeah. And I
0: think, like, as a comedian, you should be able to get over people not finding you funny.
2: Yeah. Well, it's kind of equivalent to the whole like, oh, well, you know, you can't, I have to say, uh, do I have consent to do this? You know, people that are, like, overly about yeah. that now because yeah. we're in the Me Too era. It's like no, just don't, don't be a be rapist, a bro. <laughs> right. like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're conflating the two issues. You could do whatever you want to do, just like have some respect behind it.
1: Uh-huh. I, I think the argument is that they can tell jokes, but the consequences of maybe somebody in the crowd stopping their bag down the line—that's where they feel the way about it. I mean, it's,
2: there's the potential there, but you know, I mean, there's been plenty of people. Listen, man, nobody stopped Kevin Hart's bag. You know, well, he didn't put it in a joke. He just kind of said said some wild, yeah. crazy shit. But
1: um, I mean, that yeah, they stopped. Well, he didn't get the Oscars. I mean, he could have got it, but he didn't want to do what he had to do to do it. Kind so. of a had a yeah. car accident, but
0: outside
2: of that, he's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he good, man. Um, um, yeah, man. So just going back to comedians though that we didn't cover. Um, am I was I right in hearing that Curb? Your enthusiasm's coming back. I don't know, but that's amazing. I don't know. Yo, because the because yeah that is because the last season What was it, like season nine or season ten, that shit was funny. He still had it. So um, if Larry David's coming back, I'm with all the shits.
1: I know one of the guys died though, between seasons. Um, I don't know his name. Oh, the big uh, tall Super Dave. Guy. Yeah, Super Dave. Yeah, yeah, oh, Super, Super
2: Dave. Dave. Yeah. Um,
0: JB Smooth's still fucking funny. Yo.
2: Um, what was his name in the season show? Season nine was the last. Oh, uh, Funkhauser one. Oh yeah, Funkhauser, yeah. Funkhauser yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah, he was a man. He was one of the funniest parts about the, the, the any any episode he 2000 popped Two thousand
0: until, in. so it, it's not saying that the show is over on IMDb.
2: Yeah, dog. Yeah, I, I heard somewhere that Curb is coming back, and I'm so here for that. Um, I know we told the um, the
1: it's always sunny in Philadelphia guys, like because I think one of the guys like was thinking about like ending it during the final season. He was like, "Fuck that, man! Just keep going as long as you want to, mm-hmm. as long as you're still funny. Just keep putting out more stuff." Yeah.
2: Only thing funny out of that show to me is Charlie Day.
1: Nah, I think that show is hilarious. Th- I mean, now, like I, mean, I remember
2: watching that when I was younger and being like on the floor, yeah, like, it's coming dying, back laughing. next year. It is. Oh yes. Is it is back in L.A. or is it in New York again, or is it somewhere else? Doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm watching that. Say say yeah. that again. You said you oh, was on the I floor laughing. Like,
1: like i i one one christmas break or whatever i binged like the first 5 seasons cuz for some reason fx put like all the seasons of um it's always sunny in philadelphia like alpha free on their network or whatever this was before they were putting it on netflix or whatever and i watched all that and i was on the floor like dying laughing mm. almost every episode like yeah I think that stuff is classic to me.
2: What, what, no, what I was trying to say, what I meant, I didn't mean the show wasn't funny because the show you think was funny.
1: Charlie Day is the only funny
2: character on there that came out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like not I've Danny seen him DeVito. At, that, no, 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 oh. no. What I'm saying that I've seen. I mean, oh. Danny DeVito's he's Danny. He's so yeah. he existed before the show, but Charlie Day, um, which obviously he existed before the show yeah. too. But but since since out of those that, people, yes. yeah,
1: Charlie Day's the only. F-
2: I can see that. Yeah, that that to me re- still makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, um, can we? Can I go back to my Eddie Murphy rant, man? Because y'all y'all seem to uh, keep trying worry. to get me back, get me out. So so, wh- I mean, where do y'all? All right. So so Dolomite was it was okay. You feel y'all feel like coming to America is probably not going to be all that right. So like,
1: nah. They wh- put rappers in it. In <laughs>
2: the director, I like
1: think it's. I don't they know. got Rick Ross in there and like Tiana no if it's Tiana Taylor lover, but like
0: Tiana Taylor's actually a funny actress. She was like this retarded bitch, she was yeah. like, Byron, You told her about my test scores? <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah, Tiana Taylor's funny though. She's
0: hella funny. Mm. She was
1: in that TI movie that was pretty bad though. I saw
0: it, but Which when one? they had the weed and the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it was him and like Mike Upps.
2: The Weed and the Chicken? Yeah. It was fried chicken with weed what in it. was it? Los Poyos Hermanos? No.
0: I can't no, remember what it was called.
3: Totally another franchise.
2: Yeah. No. It was High on Netflix, something. I think. Yeah. High Chickens? No. <laughs> it was on Netflix. I watched it. El Camino was good, too. We didn't talk about that, but I yeah. liked it. Um, but but Eddie uh, yeah 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 I'm sorry I keep getting off this Eddie Murphy rant. Um, yeah, I just don't think I don't know man. Like I mean I never thought I never I'm I'm one of the only two people that don't think that like raw or delirious is really that funny. Um, there's a couple of bits in each one of them that are good. Uh, I just I don't know when I saw comedians with coffee man uh, in the car with coffee, just watching him interact with Seinfeld, I was like, yo Eddie is he feel like a weirdo right now, bro? Like. Like, like, almost like he's not. You know how it is when you watch Martin, and it just seems like you're not really here. You're here in this moment, but you're not really mentally here. Yeah, you, you, you know what I'm saying. I don't think that's, that's how, fair. That's how Eddie feels. Right I don't now. think that's fair. What What you mean? We don't know them. No, I'm yeah. We I don't know them, but what I'm saying is, is that it just feels like.
0: He feels different, different, but he is different because you think about yourself and who you were ten years ago, who you were fifteen years ago. You're not that person anymore. Okay. So, and we didn't know them. I mean, I know someone who knows Martin. I don't know anyone who knows. Well, I guess I do. Chris knows Eddie at this point. So <laughs> Chris has met him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't. I don't know anyone. Knew them in the prime of their career.
2: I'll give you that. Yeah, we. Like, didn't I, know. I mean, we didn't
0: know them, and like, none of us are the same people we used to be. I'm not going to go so far as to say that he doesn't have it. I just think there was a stride in his career. I would like to see him return to that kind of humor where it was like it could be silly, but it was more sophisticated than it is now.
2: Well, okay. I guess the biggest question is with this next iteration in this decade of Eddie Murphy, do we feel like we're going to get anything? I don't want to compare it to the 80s, but, like, are we going to get anything funny? I mean, the, the last funniest thing he did to me was life, man. And that so was, what, life, 2003? Life, to me,
0: is is a resurgence of the Eddie that I like. Right. Um, He was funny to me in that heist movie with Ben Stiller he was in. But he was, like, not the star. The, and the Brett Ratner? Something, something Tower? I guess. Yeah. With him yeah. and Gabby Cidibay. That shit was funny. So- that
2: was Brett Ratner? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh Lord! Yeah, I I I enjoyed him in that. He wasn't a huge part of it, but the parts of it that he was in, like it felt like old Tower Eddie. Heist. Tower oh, Heist. Yeah. It felt like old Eddie. It wasn't like hmm. stupid fart joke Eddie. Right. Um. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where his career goes. And I I don't know. We can have expectations of him, but what does he want for himself? You know what I mean? Yeah. His kids are grown now. He can make whatever he wants. Right. Um. But I'd like to see him turn back to what he was doing, you know, around coming to America, Harlem Nights, Boomerang time. Like right. Boomerang is probably my favorite Eddie movie. Um, and all really? those three are obviously my favorite for what they stand for in representation of black people in movies. And, and at the time um, when it was really needed. So let me ask you this. Comparing Eddie to like a Richard Pryor was moving funny, like, compared to other things he had done? Was the toy funny compared mm-hmm. to other things he had done? I liked the toy, but uh, I was a little kid, you know yeah, what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I get the comparison. um, I, But I don't know, like, I don't really put them in the same bracket. Okay. Because, you know, Eddie, I don't know, Eddie, Eddie's career came out distinguished uh, so You know, like, with movies like 48 Hours, Mm -hmm. like, he kind of came from a whole different perspective of, like, black roles that we had never really encountered from a comedian, a stand-up comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't really compare him. Richard Pryor, all his movies were kind of campy and silly, and none of them were really that serious to me. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, where Eddie, you know, some of Eddie's movies, if you didn't know he was a stand-up comedian... He just seems like a comedic actor. He just seems like a comedic actor, a really good comedic actor. And and he had so much heat back then, man. I I know it's just hard to top that and it's hard to it's hard to not compare his career to where it was in the 80s and the early 90s. Um but yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's just kind of I feel like a I feel like I'm going to watch a shell of someone's former self. And I get what you mean by that's not fair, but it's like it sucks too. No, I
0: wasn't saying. I'm not saying that about his acting. I'm saying him as a person. I think when you're watching him with Jerry Seinfeld, he's not acting. So I was saying that's not fair. But I, I think it's fully fair for you to judge his artistic expression. Like do that all you want to.
2: Well, uh, okay, so I'm drawing comparisons from like other interviews that I've seen of him in like in his early career. So, so. I, but you're right. Like You're, I can't you're talking about him, the, per- the person. Yes, yeah. The person. I, I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. fair, but,
0: like, no, he made some you. shitty art.
2: I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, I I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, I, that's what I'm scared of, watching Eddie be a former shell of himself, knowing all the greatness that he had um, contributed to the world of cinema. You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, I, I think it's really hard to find someone who could direct him or produce him in a way that, like, they could tell him what to do. Like, I think a lot of people are going to treat him kind of like – that old person you're trying to walk across the street, like, you want to be delicate with them. <laughs> like, you want to be, like, respectful stacking, yeah. at the same time. Like, you don't want to say, no, you're not giving me enough. I mean, you, you're you not going to push Eddie and come into America. You're just going to let him be Eddie. And I don't see that being, but that's what like, I think, the best way to do it. Yeah. I think that's
3: what makes these properties suck, is that because I bet you when coming to america 1 was being filmed it was at a point where i think someone could tell him that, like i mean he was a superstar well, at then. the
1: time he was so hot he could yeah. do they could be like we're going to do this scene you yeah. do your thing and yeah. he would be so funny and so on that, that movie it would was work huge. but like i think yeah.
3: now it's like we we place these people that are making not making comebacks but they're doing older properties again and and you you think that they're so great that you don't have to give them any guidance or any type of direction and you find out that, like, they can flounder, you
1: know, or yeah, it doesn't work just, anymore. I don't see Craig Buehr, like, doing that. Like, I, I think...
3: <laughs> Buehr. Yeah, he's, Buehr. He's not going to tell yeah. Eddie, like, yo,
1: you're not funny. You need to step it up.
3: And, yeah, and then I, what's going to happen is when everyone thinks Eddie's being funny, you're going to find out in the edit or the movie that he really wasn't being that funny.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Judd Apatow is probably the only person who... He's not going to do do something that's not funny. Like, if it's not funny, he's going to, like, let Eddie know, yeah. let Eddie know basically. Yeah. I, don't I don't think see most people people doing that.
0: I could see Judd Apatow doing something great with Eddie. I don't know if Judd Apatow could do Coming to America though.
1: No, of course not. It's I don't think anybody can. Him. Yeah, but a white dude did come into America. <laughs> John. No, no, John
0: I didn't. I'm yeah. did not saying that a white person can't. I'm saying it's too black for Judd.
1: For
2: Judd, yeah, yeah. Interesting. But you I love too black Judd. for Craig Brewer.
0: I, oh, fuck. That's not the issue with him. <laughs> it's not blackness. Blackness is not the problem.
1: I mean, you could you could make the argument that. Girls in train wreck is like too like feminist for him to do, and he kind of did those.
0: That's not the argument that I'm making. Yeah,
1: I'm, of course. Yeah,
0: I'm saying it's too black. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, it's not. We're not talking about womanhood. We're specifically talking about blackness. And I mean, I haven't seen him try to tackle black blackness, so maybe he can do it. I'm just saying my
1: conjectures that he can't. He used to write for George Wallace. Cool. Uh, like Who a lot did? of black comedians, Judd did, yeah. Judd oh.
0: Apatow. Mm, Judd true. Apatow is funny. Yeah. Mm. I like funny people. So many people don't like that movie. Yeah, I think funny good. people's great. Yeah. I love the part where his wife is talking in a fake Australian accent. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. His wife is yeah. really funny to yeah. me. Yeah, she um, is. And I mean, I love what he's done with Paul Rudd. Like, I I like Judd Apatow. I'm not shitting on Judd Apatow. I'm just saying. And everyone he touches, like, turns into something. Like, everyone who's on Freaks and Geeks has a fucking career, except for the main character.
2: (laughs) I never saw that show. Yeah, that's um, true.
0: But, I mean, like, I just, I haven't seen him do anything that has been funny for a black audience, and I just don't think he can.
2: Mm.
0: It's funny to me, but I don't think, like, he can win over most black audiences. But okay. I'm already sold on him, so you understand what I'm saying. Right, right. It's different.
2: Right. Interesting. Um, where do we go from here, guys?
0: What do y'all want out of characters? I'm not. I'm not talking about you, characters, listeners. What do our listeners want? Oh, uh, can y'all please add us? Tell us what you want. We're feeling uninspired. I'm not going to lie. Oh, and another part of the issue is that we our schedules are all crazy. So yeah. if we could get our schedules together, which may be a little easier here with the holidays coming up, which seems counterintuitive, but yeah, things t- tend to slow down business wise for
2: everyone around that time. I will say I'm not I'm not uninspired, man. Not, it's, it's really just a scheduling thing. I've been like super busy, but was that a flex? Uh huh. No, <laughs> no, because I'm doing a bunch of shit I don't want to do. Oh. Um, Unfortunately, now, you know, it's usually not that way, but um, yeah, no, I, I've seen so many things that I, I, w- I wish we had conversations about, like blind spot, even though we're like a year late, yeah. you know, blind spotting to me. Oh man, it's so good. Man. That's
1: like the most bay movie I've ever seen, to yeah, yeah, very
2: bay, yeah, very bay next to like next to well, yeah, even more bay than um. Um, what's that, the other one that... Am I missing slang that I, I, I didn't get No, the, the, Bay, Bay, the Area. Bay Area.
3: Oh, okay. Coast. Coast. I was like, either y'all got girlfriends in the show, or Michael Bay, <laughs> or like... Okay, Bay Area. Oh, All right. Yeah. Next uh, to, um, So I
0: think maybe a fun episode for us to do would be like sl- things that are slept on that you enjoy. Because I, like, yeah. I feel like the... Um, Movie critic circle knows about Blind Spotting. I feel mm-hmm. like that was like really big, like award season. But mm-hmm. I mean, well, not award season, festival season. But I don't necessarily know that the consumer knows about it. So maybe that's something we can talk about. Things that you enjoy that were slept on.
2: Maybe uh, I, I'm trying to figure out a way we can group it with like Last Black Man in San Francisco. I'd like I to still see. Haven't seen I haven't that seen that, one that either. But yeah. and then
0: freaking Showbox went down, so I got to find another way to pirate movies.
2: Um, <laughs> um yeah, I want to see that. Um, you know, we did Sorry to Bother You. That was another Bay Area film. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've been seeing shit, and I'm like, yo, I wish we could talk about this. But this is a scheduling thing, man. I'm we'll sorry, do, Maybe guys. we'll
0: do, like, a Sleepers episode. It'll be good.
2: Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, Take it back
0: to in the beginning when we were clamoring for shit to talk about. <laughs> dog yeah.
2: But listen, man. Yo, from the time, from the time fucking on. Uh, when, does, when does Irishman come out, man? I really can't wait for that. Like I'm about to call up Scorsese. No, like,
3: I'm not sure when it comes out.
2: It's supposed to come out the end of this month, I believe, like the 25th or something crazy. Oh
1: well, yeah. And y'all uh, mad about what he said?
2: No. Nah. What did he say? I mean, now? we already talked about that. Him. Oh yeah, we, did we? Yeah. About him being a snob about it. But yeah, we talked about it. But a snob. but I knew it was more to what he was saying. Yeah, I'm glad he, he put down, out that. Yeah. I mean, he doubled down. But I, he, put, he, he doubled down. Explained it. Yeah. He explained it more, and I knew there was more to what he was trying to say. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like I feel like Coppola was the one that came out and was like, man, yeah, shit. Fuck. <laughs>
1: fuck
2: You, you ain't got to clean that shit up. You said what you said, nigga. He said they're disgusting, despicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coppola <laughs> off the chain. He drank yeah. a little too much of his wine. Oh, he probably
1: said it in Italian, so people he thought people wouldn't be able to translate it.
2: I don't even think he speaks Italian. Oh, yeah, oh, he do. He, he, I, he
1: was in an Italian film
2: festival, I think it was. Yeah, I'm tripping. When he said that, yeah. Yeah, I'm tripping because he had to communicate with Puzo, and I don't think Puzo spoke. Did, did Mario Puzo speak English? I don't know. Well, he wrote The Godfather, the books. I think they were in English. I'm tripping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on one right now. Yo, I'm just going to end this episode. Corey been ready to go, too, by the way. It's, it, Y'all ain't it, I'm seen not gonna, I'm there. not
3: going to say what it is, it's, so you can edit it out. Oh, uh, Okay, don't say it.
2: All right, um... Cool man. Well, uh, Watchmen about to come on anyway, so it's about time to get <laughs> off this mic yeah. and um, and go watch Watchmen. Thank you guys for sticking with us through Dolomite is my name, even though that was like a third of the fucking episode. Uh, um, uh, you know the vibes, man. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kinda Movie Critics, uh, and on uh, Twitter at Kinda Movie Crits C R I T so make sure you're hitting us up and staying, uh, staying involved there we need to keep up our watch list man and we need to get back on getting our content together for the for the, for the peoples but uh, I hope y'all know uh, it's in our hearts and uh, just charge it to our time and not our hearts man we still love you guys uh, but anyway that's it man we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not we're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies this has been an On Air Network production